Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM, let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It feels so good. We back. It feels so good. Feels good to be alive. Feels good to be on these airways. Back with my brother, my man, my brother from another mother. What's up? Ephraim Salam, Mike Hill hanging out with you. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? It's been a long time. You good look different. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. You well, look different, you. man. Well, I got a little beard on, man, you know. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You've grown some facial hair. Yeah, well, you well, know. Was that a protest? Since, no. I've, since I haven't been gone, you yeah, just, I, I decided, I'm not going to shave until, until Mike, Mike comes, comes back. back. Is, that, is that what it was? Yep. I'm going to let myself go. It didn't, it didn't, work, didn't work for the top of your head, though, right? No. You, you see what I've resorted to now. People can't see us at, at home, of course, because we're on the radio, but Ephraim has like a full beard with the mustache, the goatee, and everything going on, and still the uh, the clean top. And uh, here I am. I, I just, you know, I've resorted to putting on hats now. I, oh, I, I've given up. You losing your hair? Well, well, you know, I've lost my hair. My hair is like I. Well, got, you've been trying to hold on. To I've been it for trying for a time. long time. You tried the topics. I tried the. Can't just yeah, put I was, the, yeah. Put the product in there, make it wavy and. Yeah, you know, trying you know slide the side hair over on top. You know you, how they you do that. You might not look good with a bald head either. So we don't know what's yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, here. I don't know, man. So I, I, you know, I. You kinda, better get into a relationship now. So. Go against the grain, you know. <laughs> but I had, I had the sunroof on top of my head, you know what I mean? Like I'm, God was my barber, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what was going on. Man, I missed you. I, I've had, I, I, I've been out on the road with the Clippers doing a lot of Fox Sports stuff, and uh, I'm back. I'll be here for the next couple of weeks, and then y'all can't get rid of me. They can't get rid of me. It ain't going to happen. I'm like, hell, man. Do you know who I think I am? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Seriously, funny. 
Man, we got a lot to get into. We're going to talk about the combine, a little NBA talk because, you know, I've been out there with those L.A. Clippers looking good. Oh, God. We'll talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers, their issues once again. We'll get into all of that We'll talk stuff about right the there. Lakers and what's popping over there. How about that? Is anyone? Yes. Really, I mean, they're still, what, five in a row. It, games. it don't matter. They won five in a row and they're 100 games under 500. I mean, that, that tells you. 100 games under yeah, 500. Yeah, about 100 games under 500. Is yeah. that? They're irrelevant. Is that really what's going they're, on? They're irrelevant until the summer when they go after LeBron James. That's nobody cares. Hmm. No one, no That's one weird. cares. They're not making the playoffs this year, so uh, we don't talk. What about if they do? They are not making the playoffs this year. It's not. But I'm asking you, what if they do? What if I get Holly Berry pregnant by the end of the year? What if? If is a big word. If your auntie had, she'd be your uncle. They're five. That's a big word. They're five games out of eighth place. A five get five games out of. Oh no! Don't do it! Don't do it now! Not five minutes into the show, I get really. It's been a while, Mike. Oh really? I can't. I can't say that word. No. What? Oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah, I can't do it. Oh my gosh! Things well, have changed around here since I we see. Last were here. Okay. Has this place already been bought by Disney? I know, like Disney was supposed to be on. They buy Fox Sports. Is it iHeartMedia has been bought out by Disney? I can't say that word on the radio and I get dumped already. Gosh, man. Can't do it. Wow. Ephraim, things have changed, man. Yeah, they Things have, have changed. Who, I think he misremembers. Who's been in here in my seats since I've been gone? I need to know who has been in my seat since I've been gone. Because they know better than that. You tell Scott, you tell all those, Annie, you tell all those executives up on those top-level floors, they can never replace me. It's not going to happen. Listeners out there, Fox Sports Radio, it's Mike Kill on Twitter. They cannot replace me. Ephraim, <laughs> irreplaceable. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> what? What, Ephraim? Nothing, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You're you going to ride for me, man? You're not going to ride with me? I always ride with you. You're going to ride with me? Always. If I go, damn it. What? Hold on. <laughs> I thought you was going to ride with what? me, man. I got kids, man. I got kids too, Your man. Your kids grown. My kids, I got, they're in college. I got, your kids grown, man. Your kids got talent, though. That is <laughs> your true. your got kids talent. got some talent. You can make some money off your kids. If I had your kids, I would treat your kids like Gary Coleman's parents treated him. That's I would exploit the hell out of them. I would, yeah, I would. I would steal that. all their money. Yes, I would. Fatherly I'm, advice from yes, Mike Hill. That's the way I am. Exploit the children. Can I keep it real? I mean, if your kids, because that's part of you, that's your DNA. I mean, I wouldn't do no, like, LeVar Ball type I mean, stuff they, and force well, them to do it. that's what it sounds like. I wouldn't force them. But if they, like, you know, your kids are into it. Your kids like having fun. Your kids, I see them on Instagram, and they got great personalities, cute kids, you know, mm-hmm. good-looking boys. Superior you know? DNA, man. Yeah, very, very, because of their mom. The mom is beautiful. I'll you know? take it either way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm trying to actually get you and uh, your, your, your beautiful wife, you know, we talking about some things. Because mm-hmm. I think the world should see the love that you guys have. We're too positive, man. You know, the world doesn't like positive, There's you know, interactions. Positive. You know, they love. I, I think we need to see more. We do need to see more positive love. Positive interactions and more examples of what the world should be like. Like I told you. But yeah. you you guys are fun. That's the thing about it. It's we like, do like to have fun. It's not, it's not just the, the positive interaction. There's a lot of negative stuff that's out there on reality television that's just like bad television that's just like train wreck stuff. You guys are positive, you're loving people, but you're also fun and you're entertaining. And I think that's going to be something that, um, you know, people should see. It's human interest, such as Shaquine Griffin. You see what I just did there? You see? You see? 
I am a professional, damn it. That's a good segue. You see right what there. I just did there? Human interest stories. Was you know average. how? Huh? That was average. No, it was human interest. I, you know, I, I took human interest because I you know what? It. Human I... interest is like something outside of the world of sports. You know what I'm saying? We like to do that sometimes. We like to talk about sports. But we also want to relate to people that necessarily not, might not like sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we can draw those listeners in as well. So get you to understand because this guy, Shaquille Griffin, he lost his, his arm, his, his hand when he was a kid. He had some kind of uh, defect, and uh, I don't even know. I, I'm not even going to say what it was, but he, he had it amputated. And uh, he's been playing football all his life, went to Central Florida, uh, undefeated team last year, uh, two-time conference uh, player, defensive player of the year last year, uh, 13-0 and with Central Florida, and he got invited to the combine basically at the last minute, to be quite honest with you. Yep. His brother plays in the NFL, Seattle. Now, a couple of days ago, if you haven't heard, he bench-pressed with a prosthetic arm. 225 pounds. Not a prosthetic arm. He had a prosthetic uh, hand. Hand. Well, prosthetic like a hand. Clamp, like a well, clamp. yeah. Well, his arm is hand. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Hand. Right. Okay. Be specific. Yes. Uh, that's prosth- very important. Yeah. I'm a journalist. Uh, prosthetic hand. Uh, his arm, because he's got that ability. 225 pounds, 20 times. Yep. 20 times. Now, there are some able, but not able body, but guys that have both their hands and fully functional, whatever. Hell, I did it 19 times. You did it 19 times as an offensive lineman. He's a, he's a linebacker, he's strong, prosthetic hand, 20 times. And then today, my man ran the fastest time for a linebacker ever. Yes. Ever. Yep. Ever for a linebacker. A 4-3-8. How amazing is that? And they're talking about, okay, well, you know, Richard Sherman's coming out saying he, he, if he doesn't get drafted in the first couple of days, then the process is flawed. You got other people, you know, Ryan Shazier, who uh, went through that uh, horrific uh, uh, injury last year mm-hmm. that destabilized his spine. Of course, he, he's tweeting, talking about how good he is, whatever. So you got other NFL guys rooting for this guy. And, of course, you got the world looking at him right now. He's become the talk of the combine. And now, you know, hopefully some team, despite his – uh, handicap will give him uh, an opportunity to play in the NFL. I, I hope so because just looking at this young man and the things he's had to persevere and, and, and overcome, uh, that speaks to his character. Now, aside from not even taking into account his physical attributes, mm-hmm. the fact that he has been dealing with this his entire life and has succeeded and and accomplished things, people, you know, who don't have any physical limitations, haven't accomplished. And then to come into the scouting combine, the NFL combine, where the best of the best are invited, and then show out like he did. And even when he was doing his drills, and one of the drills he, you know, uh, caught some cramps and all of that, but he refused to give up. He got himself hydrated, came back out, and was one of the few linebackers, this is crazy, who showed – Good hands and oh. catching the, the football at, during the drills. You know, a, a lot of those guys were dropping a lot of those passes, uh, which is what they, you know, they put you through those tests and linebacker drills where you can go sideline to sideline, drop in the coverage, and then break on the ball mm-hmm. and then finish uh, with the touchdown. And he stood out, not not only for someone with his disability, but for any of the linebackers. In fact, one of the fastest linebacker ever. He was faster than receivers. He was faster than running backs. And to have somebody with that type of cali- caliber of, of athleticism and character mm-hmm. 
if you don't draft him, then, you know, shame on you, period. And he played against, I mean, he played at Central Florida, but Central Florida, remember, 13-0 and 0 last year. Yeah, they were undefeated. Uh, they beat Auburn uh, in a bowl game last year. They're the year. only undefeated team in uh, Division One last they, year. And, and, you know, just being down in Florida where the talent is great, <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't matter. This guy can play football. Like you said, the character. It's in his DNA. His, 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 his brother, his twin brother plays for the Seattle Seahawks right now. He's got this disability, but he's shown that he wants to play, and he's been playing with this disability his entire life. So to him, it's a norm. It's not even a disability. It's, it's one thing if you have to adjust to something, if all of a sudden you're playing football until you're 11th, 12th grade, and all of a sudden you got to get your, your hand amputated, and then you got to readjust to life after football. Like JPP, for example. All right, Jason Pierre-Paul. Right, the horrific Fourth of July accident where, that blew off some of his fingers or whatever. The difference with him is he had to learn how to play with the club or whatever, but he had to put his hand down in the ground. Right. As a linebacker, he doesn't have to do that. So I don't understand why anybody would even question the guy's capability of playing on the NFL level. When you got linebackers that go out there and play with broken hands all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And they got this big club out there. He's got a hand. He's capable, and like you said, he's he, he can catch footballs even with the prosthetic hand. So if he can play, if he's got the right mindset, he's got the right attitude, he's got the heart to do it, I hope some team will give him that opportunity and not just – I think it was also a shame that it took so long for them to even invite him to the combine. He's one of the last players to be invited to the combine. Yep. And the fact that he got invited – so late, but he was still prepared and still went out there and did what he did. That means he's, he's always prepared. He's always got that preparation. He's got the right approach. That's the type of person you want to have on your team, somebody that is a fighter, somebody that's going to encourage other people, somebody that's going to inspire other people. I would love to have this guy on my football team. I don't know what round, but you need him in or whatever, but I would love to have this guy on the football team, special teams, whatever, because I know he's going to work his tail off and do his job every single day he's out there. Yep. Somebody's going to get uh, a great young man and a dynamic football player. Yeah, they are. Just think about it. With the numbers and his film, if he had both hands, he'd be a first-round draft pick. Ain't that something? Ain't that Flat something? Flat out. So I mean, let, let me ask you as a football player: What is the the the, the limitations that you see? Why would if, you, if if he had both hands, if he had both hands, we'd still be talking about him because of the the speed, the four three eight, right? Maybe not the twenty reps. Uh, that was amazing. Twenty reps, two hundred twenty five pounds. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be as amazing with somebody who was with, with, with two hands, whatnot. right? But as a if he had both hands, you'd be saying he's a first round pick coming from the school he came from, competition, whatever his accolades, whatever. So what are the limitations you see him? Why would a team look at him and say, well, he's been playing with this his entire life, but he's got this, his, his hand is amputated, he's playing with a prosthetic hand. What would the hesitation be from some teams thinking what he can't do? What do you think he wouldn't be able to do? Teams would heap limitations on him, right? So they would apply them to him without even knowing if those are actual limitations. I mean, but he's proven. But that's what they do. That's They do that whether you're healthy or not. They put limitations on your abilities. 
That's why some people get drafted later than others. All right, you went through this combine process. I did go through the process. What what was your what was the thing that you heard about yourself? Um, that you like that is total bull, or something that you felt like okay, well, this is something I really have to overcome. They didn't think I was serious enough about football because you were playing basketball. Because too? I played basketball as well, so they didn't. See, you got to remember, this is the time where. It wasn't like I was a tight end or a receiver mm-hmm. playing basketball. I was an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, well, you know, he should have spent that time in the weight room. Right? Like that. The, right. The, he's, he's, I was only 285 pounds, but I got to college at 185 pounds. So the fact that I gained 100 pounds in college, it still wasn't dedication enough. Wow. You know, it was like, well, maybe, you know, his interests are somewhere else or, or, or maybe he's just, uh, you know, he, he's not that strong and, you know, he's really athletic. The funny thing is one of my positives on my scouting report was great feet, great hands, basketball player. And one of my negatives were not strong, may not be all in on football. Oh, so wow. they took a positive and made they it a, made negative. a negative. They can find a, a negative out of any positive that they spent. They well, some you know, 13 years later. It is what it is. You know, I accomplished the things I wanted to accomplish in the NFL. I got mm-hmm. drafted in the seventh round and made myself a NFL starter in training camp. And by the time we stepped on the field in 1998 and played the uh, Carolina Panthers in Carolina, my rookie year, opening day, I was the starter. And you were a starter in the Super Bowl as well. Period. That so same year. When I look at kids – and they're out here and they're doing their thing and all these guys are sitting around and grading these young men. They can't grade the heart. They can't grade the, the character. All right? You can't do that. Your numbers don't predict what type of player you'll be. The The number you're drafted, the round you're drafted in, doesn't predict the type of player you'll be. It's more first-round busts than seventh-round busts. Absolutely. Period. Because the expectations are high there. All right, me and Ephraim back in just a second. We've got a lot more to talk about with the combine, including, uh, well, Ephraim didn't change positions, and uh, luckily, and it worked out for him. Tell you about another guy who, uh, luckily, and, and I'm happy that he's not going to be changing positions because uh, you know, they're already in college at that position. So we'll talk about Lamar Jackson, of course, when we get back right here on Fox Sports Radio. Guess who's back? 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 His that. mouth moves very well. Oh. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Mike Hill, Ephraim Salam. It's Hill and Salam on Fox Sports Radio. Hit us up on our Twitter at, uh, at Ephraim Salam, at It's Mike Hill. Thank you for listening on FoxSportsRadio.com, Sirius XM Channel 83, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you may be, what you're doing. Hell yeah. We appreciate you being a part of it. Brought to you by Geico. Geico Fosports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Yo, Ephraim. So we're talking about the combine, and we're talking about how you were a, a basketball player at the time. Did they ask you, could you play tight end when you were at the combine? Um, or was this before it was like the basketball players were? I mean, no, they had uh, Gates. and Well, Gates was a little bit after you. Yeah. Gates after you. and yep. Who 
Yeah, so that would have been a little you could you could have set the trend for guys that were, you know, basketball players, you know. Well, they wanted offensive linemen to be road great. Look, I I I'll tell you this. So it's a portion of the the NFL combine where it's like a cattle call, right? It's like a real live modern day auction. Mm-hmm. We're we're all lined up in a room. All the offensive linemen uh, are lined up in a room, and they have a in your underwear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they have a scale, and they have you know the the height measure, and it's cold. And they're just one by one. You just you know you line up. You get up there. You get your height done. They announce your height. You get on the scale. They announce your weight. And you move on. In front of everybody? Everybody's gawking and looking. and they, they, What are they looking at? And so. Why are they gawking? <laughs> why are they looking? We're, we're, we're meat. We're, we're, we're basically meat. Oh, not the other players looking at each other. I'm like, oh, what's, Come what's on, going man, on? Come on, man. Stay with me, please. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. Stay with me. You're telling the story. Gawking Just and looking. stay with me. Okay. Pinching and prodding. It's a room full of scouts, Hashtag coaches. me too. It's a room full of scouts, coaches, execs. And they're just looking at all the players, sizing them up, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it, I had Flozell Adams there. I had uh, Trey Thomas, uh, Victor Riley, all of these guys uh, coming out playing the same position I played. And uh, Flozell Adams, well, I don't know, he was about six nine three seventy. Oh, he was Flozell the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had Trey Thomas from Florida State. He was about six six, three forty five. And you had Victor Riley from Auburn. He was about six four, three fifty. And then you had Ephraim Salam from San Diego State, who was six seven, two eighty five. Mm. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like those guys have been big their entire lives. Mm-hmm. I was a skinny kid. You know, I gained weight because of football. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for football, I wouldn't have been 285. I'd have been right around 240. Right. Uh, and playing hoop. But I was just good. I was just a natural athlete. You know, so um, it, it, it's all about what teams want, what they think they can do with you. It's all about the potential that they think you have. Mm-hmm. And more times than not, they're wrong. Yep, well, and 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 that's the that's the whole point. So when I look at the process, I understand the need for a process, but for the most part, it's up to the individual player when they have an opportunity is to really show the type of player and the type of person they can be. Right. So what I'm what I'm asking though is like six seven two eighty five, mm-hmm. and you were an athlete, athletic. Um, you were fast. Were you fast? Yeah. All right. Why? Why didn't somebody foresee what they see now? Because if you're six seven, two eighty five, basketball player, and got offensive line, you got offensive line blocking skills, mm-hmm. but you're athletic and you can catch the football, they're gonna try and make you that hybrid tight end. Now, I, I would have loved to do that. How come? Then, um, no, did you ever think about that back then? Well, you know, the funny thing is, whenever I did a scout team, mm-hmm. I would play tight end a little bit at scout team, stuff like that. So you mean to tell me all these coaches through all these years mm-hmm. had you and you could have been a phenomenal tight end? Later on in my career when I wasn't starting anymore, like after like year 11 and 12, uh, I was a tight end on the goal line package. Okay. Right? But that was 
you know, I was way. <laughs> I was, that's goal I, line. I, yeah, that was way yeah. after I, I, you know, by then I was barely walking. You so, could have been making plays down the field. You could have been. But Antonio I was. Gates, I was a left. Walk, I know, but I was a left tackle. So, oh, so when you, was, when you was, take your left tackle and make him a tight end, well, why, would, why well, would you do oh, that? Oh, okay. Well, How many left tackles do you have on your team? I'm just saying, you could have, you know. You're getting a whole bunch of tight ends, but you only can get one and a half left tackles. I can tell you that. Eligible. I'm just saying, you know, like, so well, oh, well, would you have made the switch if they would have asked you to? I would have loved to have been a tight end. Okay. So you would have, it, it, it wouldn't have mattered to you. But right? I could block. Okay. So, you know, you but know, see, but tight ends have to block too. They're, I mean, yeah, I think but a really good tight end is my the tight end. My first game was against Kevin Green. You want to put your tight end on Kevin Green for a whole game? No. No. No, but I'm saying that's what like I'm you're saying. a weapon. That, yeah, I'm a weapon to protect the true weapon, which is the quarterback. I understand that, but I'm – well, I mean – You get you, what I'm saying? So yeah, if I, I mean, was you a backup – So listen, you're a left listen, tackle, that means you're the best lineman so, on your team. So if I was a backup, mm-hmm. then that would have been something that a coach might have been like, hey, look, he's really athletic. He's not starting, so let's use him in certain spaces on the field – as a tight, as an extra tight end, uh huh. But you don't take your starting tackle and make him a tight end. Right. You just don't do that I because who's going to replace your, your tackle? That's right. You were you were irreplaceable. I mean, I started from day one, so that's my first ten years in the league. I started at tackle. So when would I switch to tight end? Yeah, you're you're right. I got it. I understand. I mean, I wasn't complaining. Hell, I was playing. I was starting. I was you know doing my thing, and it all started from uh. You know, a misdiagnosis at the combine of my character and my my willing to be a full time offensive lineman and NFL player. And you know, fact of the matter is, my college coach hated the fact that I played basketball as well. Wow! And thirteen years later, seriously, he hated it. We all and choices. I got called uh, when the scouts used to come to the school or the coaches used to come to the school. The NFL coaches. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget, Marty Schottenheimer came when he was at Kansas City. He pulled me into the room. He said, hey, from, uh, you know, we're looking at your film. You're looking good. And I just got a question for you. Um, why would uh, your head coach, who's a good friend of mine, when I asked about you, he said, I wouldn't draft him. What? I'm not sure if he's uh, all in. I'm not sure if he's, uh, you know, 100%. Uh, you're a what? college coach is saying that about that. you? He said that about me. Wow. I, I'll never forget that. It, it blew my mind away. I, I couldn't even. And, and, and Schottenheimer snitched? Yeah, he told he wanted to know why. Wow. He said, why would he, said, why would he say that about you? Wow. He said, you started over 30-some-odd games at, at, you know, at both tackles in San Diego State. Why would he come out and, and make those statements? I said, well, the number one glaring thing is last year, I decided to play basketball, which I was promised when I was offered my scholarship. Uh-huh. What people don't realize is after my first year at San Diego State, after my last practice, I redshirted in football. After my last practice, I went directly onto the basketball team. So I left my last practice that next day. Basketball season had already started. Mm-hmm. That next day, I went right out to practice with the basketball team. And was on the basketball team my freshman year uh, for two weeks, mm-hmm. getting in shape, learning the plays, and would have played basketball that year, but our coaches got fired, and there was a rule in place that where whatever your primary scholarship was, if there's a coaching change, then those new coaches have the right to have you and, you know, the getting to know process and ha- mm-hmm. everything was going to change. Uh-huh. So 
Think about it like this: if those co- if our coaches wouldn't have got fired that year, then I probably would have played basketball that entire season, mm-hmm. and who knows what would have happened? Because at the time, I was about six five, maybe about two twenty. Mm-hmm. If that two twenty two fifteen, and I was all basketball. Mm-hmm. I was just I was all basketball. So when I went out to to practice for the first time with the with the basketball team. The coaches got together and put me through some drills just to make sure that. And right off the bat, they was like, oh, "Okay, we've seen enough. You just go down and get your jersey and and and, and all of that." Oh wow! And I, that was it. Now, fast forward a couple years later, my junior year, I uh, went to Coach Toner, uh, who was my head coach, my head basketball. I'm a football coach. I said, "Hey, look, I was promised that I can play." He looked at me and said, look, I can't tell you you can't play. You've mm-hmm. been a three-year starter for us. You've done everything we've asked. You're all uh, conference. I, I, I wouldn't want you to play, but I can't tell you no. I went straight from that meeting to basketball, played my junior year, and then, you know. You made your decision, and he made, a, made up his mind about it. It is you. what it is. It is what it is. Where is he now? I don't know. He went, but he left uh, the uh, – we don't know. He, but we know left, where Ephraim Salam is. He left college uh, and went to the pros, and uh, I got a chance to beat up on him a couple times in the, in the in the pros. Okay, so you, did you look and say, "Hey, yeah"? After the game, see he, what my heart he is was now. walking right by me because he, he was in the booth and he came down. He was like, "Hey, E, how you doing?" I just walked right past. Him. Wow, wow! Just walked right past. Man, you get you, man. The moral of the story is for these young kids out there: don't let people deter you from your goal. They cannot dictate to you how good you're going to be and how long your career is going to be. You can't control when you get drafted, where you get drafted. All you can control is when it's time to play, how you play, how you perform, and how you carry yourself. You got that, David Gascon? I got it, I got it. You got it? I mean, when when you were at San Diego State, you you heard about the legend of Ephraim <laughs> Salon. Well, I knew about Ted Tolner. Okay. Overall record was 43 and 48 as a Aztecs head coach. Well, see, whack, bad. Mm. Woo. Still some things here. We're going 30 for 30 with this. Boy. <laughs> and, so, Ephraim's a little upset. Still see it. Okay. I mean, he, he tried to affect my entire yeah, livelihood. Did. Yeah. Did, did you ever, Who oh, does that? Well, I got to get back to that because I got to ask you if you actually confronted him about that. What you got for us, David? Man, I hope he doesn't go no Clinton Portis on him right now. Oh, oh wow. Man, it's dark. Anyways, college basketball seen tons of action today. The final seconds for the first time in 33 years. Loyola is going to the NCAA tournament. Kevin Harlan on that call. Iola beats Illinois State 65-49. to Another team dancing as well. Carly Jones, and here we go for all the marbles in the Big South. The freshman dribbles right side in front of Cabell with four, with three. He got a late start. The freshman of the year for three in the championship. <laughs> As they won it today. Did, did he say golly Joe? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where is Radford? That's Where is amazing. That? Where is that located? 55-52 is the final score. Golly that Joe! One. American Athletic Conference won by Cincinnati. They beat Wichita State 62-61. A couple of ranked teams are playing right now. Number 25, Houston is trailing the UConn at home 55-51. And number 5, Michigan at the half leading Purdue 38-33. Fellas? Appreciate it. Golly Joe. <coughs> mm-hmm. 
Radford is in Virginia. In in Radford, the, Virginia. Radford, Virginia. Okay, so they're going dancing. Thank goodness. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Uh, a little under the weather here, man. Are you? Yeah. I oh, will keep that on over there, man. I don't feel want, sick. I can't, yeah. can't take that home to my babies now. You can't, man. Um, was uh, lost my voice actually. I had, actually had to call out uh the other day. I had the first time ever calling out for it since I've been here. No, that's a lie. I, I've done it before. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, I did it one other time. I, well, it was a, a dental emergency I had, but man, I couldn't even talk on Friday. Just gone. Yeah, something, right, man. Something was in my chest. I don't know what was going on, but hmm. I'm feeling better, uh, sounding better. Hopefully, uh, still got a little bit of uh, some remnants, some vestiges of uh, of the uh, the cold, but getting past it now. So did you? Did you get you? So you still getting didn't get past your your coach? You 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 still to this day you wouldn't? Did you ever say anything to him about? No, nah, you know what? You I did, didn't. You never mentioned it. So and, he, and he I, has no idea why you're bitter. I, I contemplated that, but. The success I've had in my life, mm-hmm. it just fueled me, right? That, what if Schottenheimer was just pulling your leg? What if Schottenheimer was? He just wouldn't like, do that. They you know, they wouldn't do that. Oh really? They oh. wouldn't. They would. They wouldn't. Maybe do that. it was playing a trick on it. Like oh, the, no, hey, he man. Really, he really wanted to know. Like he was serious. He pulled me into a room alone. Mm-hmm. We put some tape on and all of that, and <laughs> it it goes deeper than that too. Because oh, my Senior Bowl invitation, which they hand out to. The, the top juniors in the nation, they know they want to invite them to the Senior Bowl. Uh-huh. So he told me to my face, my head coach, when they sent the Senior Bowl invitations for you, Azakim, Kyle Turley, all which we were all drafted together in the same mm-hmm. draft, uh, I sent yours back and told him, I don't think he deserves it yet, so – if you we'll wait till after, if we wait till we'll what? wait till after this I like swear this. to God man Oh my God I was looking at this man like you have got to be kidding me you you play for this dude he, I said you've got to be kidding me and it just let me know that was just a a very important moment in my growth process because yeah I could have went crazy and you know just went outside of my character. Because this was my livelihood. This was something I had been working for since I decided to play sports. And the fact that this man, for his own reasons, decided that I wasn't worthy of the accolades and to be, uh, you know, awarded an opportunity to go to the next level, I didn't let it deter me, right? I didn't want to add to it because... I had to focus on undoing all of the foolishness mm-hmm. that I had, that he was spewing and all of the things that, that transpired. So I just put all that energy into being the best me that I can be. And so when I went to Atlanta and got the opportunity, Atlanta Falcons, uh, and got the opportunity to compete for a starting job as a seventh round draft pick, uh-huh. that's the only thing I needed. Do you believe? Just the opportunity. Do you believe? That, you know, because word travels, and if he was saying those things about you, could have gotten down to some other scouts or I'm whatever, sure it, general manager. I'm sure it does. And it affected your draft status. The New York Jets uh, uh, scout was based in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I spent so much time with this man, right. right? He told me some of the things my coach was saying. We spent time together, watched film together, did all of these things. 
We went out to have lunch. He said, look, I like you. I'm telling everybody in New York, I like you. We need a tackle. I think you're our guy. Mm-hmm. We get closer to draft. He calls me, says, hey, we're going to draft you on the first day, third round. Wow. We have the whatever pick in the third round. We want to draft you. While the draft was going on, he called me again. Hey, third round is coming up. Just want you to know, be available. We're going to draft you in the third round. And for whatever reason, third round comes, New York Jets select. And I'm like, I didn't get a phone call, you know, anything like that. Uh, Jason Fabini. Alignment. Yeah, tackle. Oh, wow. And 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 no disrespect to Jason Fabini because he had a tremendous career. Uh-huh. He was a great uh, offensive lineman. But I was like, wow. Right? So I was I was expecting something. Uh-huh. And everybody around me was expecting something because they were privy to the conversations. And, so you and told everything. them. You told them, wow. And I was like, ouch. And then it... <laughs> The second day, the second day was almost over. So did the guy ever call you back? No, <laughs> he just. No. Oh my god! It, but you that's know, cold but as it, hell. It, it might not have been him. He may have been one of the guys saying, "Look, I really want this kid." This I mean, kid but is, he could. I'm like, he's like, he, it doesn't work like that. Oh my god! He like, it doesn't hey, work man. like that. You got to move on, right? Yeah. Him calling me back to console me. What is that going to do? I know he could have been like, it man, just, it just doesn't work like that. Wow. Like, we going to. But Everybody has the players that they want in man, their organization. I, told you I got daddy issues. I told my dad is going to come pick me up from the stoop. <laughs> He's still waiting on, on Saturday. That. I'm going to come get you at 11 o'clock. Okay, daddy. Still I'm going to be there. Still waiting. 11.15. Come run a little bit late. Okay, dad. I'm going to be there. 11.30 come. He ain't there. My mama just knowing he ain't coming. <laughs> he ain't coming. Look how you turned out. Well, Sorry. I mean, you. There's some things we definitely need to work on. There's some, there's, there's some, there's some things we definitely need to work with you on to to get through some things. I've had to overcome but, some things in my life. All's my life. But, I've had to fight. But look, you're a great father. You're successful. You're good at what you do. Oh, thank you. Thank despite you. what you had to overcome as a child. I appreciate it. And that's that. the point. Thank you. That's the point. So when I see this young man, uh, Griffin, at at, at the, the combine, overcoming things, physical limitations and being one of the best it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because no one can tell you how good you can be yep that's the bottom line man and i don't i you know hey look (coughs) i'm not a fan of the draft process and the rounds and all of that because it didn't it didn't work out in my favor Mm -hmm. but if i was a first round draft pick who knows what type of career i would have had yeah the fact that i had to work for it really work for it. people don't really understand how hard it is for a seventh round draft pick, but, to last but think that about long. that. When you were a seventh round draft pick, and I'm not saying because I know you have a great work ethic, but maybe you work harder because you do. You're a seventh round, like Tom you Brady. Prove yourself. It's the expectation. Six, six, six round. You're a first rounder. Maybe things are given to you. You don't work as hard. That's so, exactly right. So things happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and it always happens for the better. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Lamar Jackson situation. And as a Giants fan, I already know who. They should pick with the number two overall. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. I can't wait either because <laughs> I'm still trying to make up my mind. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon, back with you on Fox Sports Radio. Been talking about the combine for the last hour. Shaquem Griffin and his um, excitement that he's brought to the combine and my team should consider taking this young man with a, what he's overcome. 
had a pleasure listening to uh, Ephraim talking about his experiences and what he's had to overcome as, as a college player, his coach even trying to uh, railroad his career. Oh, the music just stopped. Oh. I got pretty deep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just like, just stopped. It's uh, all good, man. Uh, but he overcame that. Had a good 13 year career, and uh, was going to get into Lamar Jackson. I'm get into that in the next hour. But um, you know, you know, the uh, Giants got the number two overall pick, right? Yes. And there was some talk about them. Your uh, team, my team, my team. That was a big disappointment last year. Maybe the biggest disappointment in the NFL last year. Had they overcome suck. some injuries. Yeah, they suck. They were terrible. Uh, coaching changes. I'm really excited about the future. I, I haven't been on the show since. Have I been on the show since all that shit went down? I don't think I've been on the show since all that went down. I don't think I have been on the show since all that went down. Who are you? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I am excited about Shermer and everything he's bringing to the table with the uh, the Giants and whatnot. Eli coming back as the uh, quarterback of the team. I don't think they should get a quarterback with number two overall pick. If they're going to ride with Eli, as long as they put an offensive line in front of him. Everybody's high on Saquon Barkley. Mm. I am high on Saquon Barkley. Especially after that performance he put on at the combine. I love, I've been, but I love me some Saquon Barkley when he was at Penn State. Here's the thing that I that concerns me about running backs. And I know we've seen what Ezekiel Elliott's been able to do mm-hmm. running back, you know, um, and, you know, and, and, and the impact that he's had and a lot of people want to jump on board and, and basically do the same thing. We had a couple of running backs last year, uh, rookie running backs that had okay seasons and whatnot. But the concern I have at running back is the difference is that Ezekiel Elliott, if you look at what he has in Dallas, what do they have? A great offensive line, right? Yes. I mean, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. But when you got a great offensive line opening up small holes or bigger holes for a good running back, that good running back becomes great. A great running back becomes superb, right? Mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley can be a great running back in the NFL. The Giants right now, their offensive line, they couldn't open up a hole for an ant. I mean, they, I'm serious. <laughs> they couldn't, and Ant wouldn't be able to. They, they they don't have an offensive line that is sufficient enough a to protect Eli, and b to help that running game. So, yeah, it's good that you can get Saquon and he can catch the ball out of the backfield or whatever. But until they address, if they don't address the offensive line, if they do pick Saquon Barkley with number two overall pick, it could be a wasted pick. And I hate to say that because he's a hell of a player, and I think he's going to have a hell of a career, Ephraim. I agree, but you do want to get the dynamic running back, right? And in free agency, go get you like the Rams did. Mm-hmm. The Rams in free agency went and got some offensive linemen. That's what you want because you can get a, you can spend a high draft pick on an offensive lineman, and they may not be ready, right? 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 So why why not get the dynamic running back and look elsewhere for your offensive line? We're going to get into some NBA talk. Maybe we'll talk about the Lakers in their five-game winning streak that nobody cares about. It's coming up next. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back for hour number two of the three-hour program. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salam, back together again. Happy to be back in the saddle. We brought to you by Geico. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I love listening to your stories during the break, man. <laughs> you you tell some some of the best. I, I I just love the behind the scenes stories of things that a lot of times we can't say them on the air, but it just man, they're incredible. Well, thank you. 
There really is. There really I, is. I aim to entertain. They really are. Uh, he was telling us something about your, your, your boy Kyle Turley. Yeah, man. Uh, My your, guy. Your high school, I mean, your college teammate at San Diego and State. And roommate. He was your roommate too? Yeah, buddy. Oh, was he Was he a good roommate? He's a great roommate. Kyle's a great guy. Did you, what, what kind of, what kind of uh, system did you guys have? We didn't use a system. Oh, y'all just. Just bust up in bus, there. Bust up in there. Just really? Bust up in there. Really? It was what they it was. Right? Oh, football just, players just do that, huh? We just all up in there. We we in here together. So he in there doing his thing. You eating snacks? <laughs> <laughs> you, oh my god, that's funny, man! Wow, you eating snacks? <laughs> hey, Kyle. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, can you scoot over? No, let's not go there. Let's not. You're on the remote. No, 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 stop it. We gotta go. Uh, okay, uh, Mike Hill, he was long with you on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, man, I got kids, too. I'm trying to keep this. I want to keep some of my other jobs as well, keep bro. Keep Alex's hey, finger away from the you know, drop button. Yeah, Alex, how many, how many drops have you uh, had to drop in that first hour, man? You, you want me to lie to you, Mike? No, don't lie to me. Dude. Only one. Only one? Only one. Oh. It was a good one, too. It was a good one. Oh, I, 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 I almost forgot sometimes where I am, you know, because I have so much fun on this show. I just kind of forget that I'm actually trying to be professional. It just feels like I'm just having a conversation with my it's boy. It's family, yo. Yeah, that's the way it is. What y'all want to talk about? What y'all want to talk about? You want to talk more NFL combine? You want to talk NBA? What you want to talk about? Ephraim? This is um, all right, since we're heavy on the NFL combine, you know, we can talk about Saquon Barkley. You want to talk what, about Saquon what, Barkley? What, what he w- was able to do. Um. But I also want to talk about, like, we were talking about what you would do if you were the GM of the Giants with mm-hmm. the second pick in the draft. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Which would be? I would I would, tr- I would, would trade down because I believe a guy like Saquon Barkley, exceptional talent, once in a while, I would love to have him. But once again, I, I think the Giants have to address their offensive line some kind of way because if you get a guy like a Saquon Barkley – Got a running back who's dynamic, but if he's got a wall of defenders, um, which, I mean, it'll open up a little bit because, you know, look, you know, you, you have OBJ back, you know, you got good wide receivers, so the, the passing game will be there. You know, you got a great tight end or a good tight end that's going to come into his own that you drafted last year. Good, capable quarterback, but you got to be able to protect that quarterback. So you got a threat in the running game. And they've had good running backs back there, but there have been no holes that have been open. I mean, I look at these running the, the running game with the Giants, and it hasn't been the running back's fault. It's just that the holes aren't there. There is nothing there for them to run through. And if you got four or five defensive linemen at the point of attack or always in the backfield, what is Saquon Barkley going to do for you? I know he can catch the ball out of the backfield, but once again, they have not, They the, have not had a 1,000-yard rusher. Since Tiki, probably. That is correct. Yeah, since Tiki Barber. So you have to address that need. Now, what you do for your offensive line is similar to what the Rams did, right? They went out in free agency and brought in a couple pieces to get Todd Gurley back to the form that he had the year prior. Right. So that's what you need. You need to get a young running back, fresh legs, a dynamic running back who shows all the intangibles, like I say, Quan Barkley, and then in free agency, you do your job and you go get the best available uh, 
uh, guards and uh, and tackles, and you build like that. Because you got to remember, as good as Dallas's offensive line is, most of those guys uh, were picked in the first round, but it took right. them some years to get to where they are now. They had to accumulate, though. Right? So what you want to do is you don't want to go ahead and be like, we're going to pass on this dynamic running back for one later on down the line. What we're going to do is we're going to get the best guy for us right now, which is Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. and then in free agency – and later in this draft, we're going to get some young offensive linemen and we're going to get some some veteran guys who have a track record, a proven record of being good leaders and dominant players. Well, I hope that is what Gettleman, the new general manager, is thinking about. I mean, because I would love to have a guy like Saquon Barkley on my team. Because, you know, the guy's obviously, he's an ox, he's a beast. He's so, a player. And then I'm not trying cold weather. Right. I'm not trying to compare him to Marshall Falk just yet. Mm-hmm. But. The thing that helped Peyton Manning his rookie year with the Colts mm-hmm. is he had someone like Marshall Falk to hand the ball off to. And then later, and, Edron James. Right? Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to grab – if this if you think this guy can be a great running back, and we've seen what good, great young running backs can do for a team in their rookie season. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. David Johnson came out of nowhere and was a a, a beast right. for Arizona. Arizona. Right, right. You look at what Ezekiel Elliott did. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do? Hunt is, last year for Kansas City. Right. Mm-hmm. So you you want to get this young dynamic running back because what that does is it takes a lot of pressure off your quarterback and Eli needs to have pressure taken off of him because if you want Eli Manning to throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. He's going to be in double-digit interceptions again. Yeah, and that's not what you want. But you got to protect his age. But when you protect, you Eli do have Manning, to protect. When him. you protect Eli, when you give him time, he will he will not just dissect the defense. He will massacre a defense. Eli is still a good, capable quarterback. But when he's under pressure, he you know just like most court, like Tom Brady's not a good quarterback when he's under pressure. He isn't. He really. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback under pressure. So there are a few quarterbacks that when, when they feel the pressure, Ben Roethlisberger can feel the pressure and players all around him, he can still throw the football. He'll hold on to the ball an uh, uh, extremely long time. Mm-hmm. But Tom Brady, when you, when you get around his feet, you see what happens. All right? As great as he is, greatest quarterback of all time, greatest, definitely greatest quarterback of this era. You make a move off that spot. You make a move off that spot, he's a different guy. You got issues. Eli, with, with rushing his face, man, you know what? He's going to just throw the ball. He, he makes silly mistakes. He throws the ball uh, in the traffic sometimes and just trying to get rid of the football instead of just eating it, which frustrates me as a Giants fan. But uh, we, we understand that. So, you know, and, and this kid, Saquon Barkley, can do a lot of things. Not just run between the tackles. You can run outside. He's got speed. He's got the power. And he can catch the football. Like you mentioned, a Marshall Falk. A guy like that. A double threat. Somebody who can, you know, catch that football. So it increases your 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 your, your passing game as well. Mm-hmm. But once again, if they don't address up front the New York Giants on both the defense and the offensive end. They kind of did it with the defensive end uh, in free agency a couple of years ago when they spent a lot of money. But this year in free agency, there are offensive – I don't even know the offensive linemen that are available – but they need to address that offensive line. If they don't, there's going to be another lost season. Right. You remember all the money, like you just said, that they put in on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. You need to do that in free agency on the offensive side of the ball up front. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the whole point. Right? You can't go out and get a whole bunch of pass rushers and, and neglect the offensive line. It makes no sense. Right. 
spent a hundred million dollars on two guys for 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 defensive pass rushing, and they were on the field all day long because he couldn't uh, sustain drives. Mike Hill, you from Salon with you on uh, Fox Sports Radio, talking about the combine. Lamar Jackson, another big name in the combine, of course, uh, Heisman Trophy winner last year had a, a a good season, but not a Lamar Jackson season that he had the year previous uh, previously, and people want to say he fell off a little bit. Before we move on okay, to that, okay. So we've been here. I've been going down memory lane. Okay, right. About what I had to overcome to, you know, start in the NFL, seventh round draft pick. Uh-huh. See what this is right here. Nineteen ninety eight. All rookie team. All rookie team. Okay. Who's that? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yep. The great Robert Edwards. Robert. Oh yeah. Fred Taylor. Robert Edwards had his career derailed. Yep. Uh, playing in his rookie season. Sandball, right. Sand, that's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Playing in Hawaii. Randy Moss. Uh-huh. Uh, Jerome Payton. Mm-hmm. Cam Cleland. Okay. Jason Fabini. Jason Fabini. Yep, that's your guy. E from Salam. Uh, ha, ha, ha. Who's right under that? Kyle Turley. Kyle Turley. Uh-huh. Well, the only team. Oh, so, uh, Steve McKinney's on his end. Steve good, McKinney. Yeah, he's good. Kevin Long. Kevin Long. Yeah. Vonnie Holiday, Andrew Wadsworth, Brian uh, Whitting, Larry Chester, so on and so forth. Tequil but that Spice was on, man. That Tequila Spice. Oh yeah, we that that, that, that draft, was a nice little draft right that, there. That year, we had some serious talent. Sam in there. Coward. Wow. Yep. Okay. Charles With, Woodson. I'm, t- I'm wow. telling you, '98 man. That was a yeah. '98. Even Mike Vanderjack, the, the kicker. Yep. Wow. Tony Parrish. Yeah. How about that? Look at you. So I'm just letting you know. And you were a seven-round pick on that team. Look at that. The only one on here. Mm-hmm. I can I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. But that goes to show that your status at at the time of being drafted has no bearing on what your status will be at the end of the year. You know who's not on this list? Our Atlanta Falcons, our first-round draft pick. Who was your first-round pick? That was, year? Who turned out to be a phenomenal player? Keith Brookings. Oh, Keith. Okay, but he was drafted first for Atlanta, and uh-huh. I was drafted one of the last people for uh-huh. uh, Atlanta in '98. <clears throat> and that just goes to show you, like you would expect him to be there, like all the rest of the other first round draft picks. But I was the rookie that warranted because I started all 19 games, including the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And that's how you start your career. That's how you build your legacy. Well, that's I, how you, you know, you 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 are able to build the foundation for longevity. I, I also believe that sometimes you got to go through something in order to accomplish the things you want to. Oh, accomplish. it definitely put I a think, spark on. I them. think it is the encouragement is what embodies the com- com- competitive spirit that you have inside of you. I think sometimes you need that extra motivation because when things are given to you, especially at an early age. Sometimes you might not be ready for that success because you're a first-round pick. The expectations might not be there. A, you might not be ready for it. You might not be able to handle the pressure depending on what team you go to. And then B, because it's given to you, you just think, okay, well, I've made it. And you you don't work as hard because you got that money. And all of a sudden, you get a nice signing bonus and everything. Because I think even before then, I was before the uh, rookie signing uh, salary cap. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. none of that. Yeah, it Rookie was salary cap. So right. guys were making, you know, rookie quarterbacks were making, what, $50 million at that time or whatever. They're making a lot, which isn't a lot now, but I'm saying back then, that was a lot of money for a rookie, still a lot of money, for right. a rookie quarterback coming straight out of college, not even proving himself or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So when you go through something and you're passed over, and we, we hear about some of these great players out there, 
Um, once again, Tom Brady, six-round pick, uh, talked about how much he still uses uses that as fuel. I remember when uh, Maurice Jones-Drew got drafted yep. uh, in the second round. And, My little and, nephew. And he was talking about, you know, he remembered all, I think, five or six running backs that were drafted ahead of him uh, in the first and second round or whatever, and he remembered all their names and whatnot. Randy Moss used it a little bit as motivation when he dropped. Um, you got to believe that Aaron Rodgers used it. And sometimes when you uh, fall back, it is a blessing in disguise because sometimes it's not necessarily where you get picked, but who picks you. Right? Yep. Who picks you? That's right. Because you can be the number one overall pick and go to a terrible team. Like if you're Josh Allen right now, right? And, <laughs> you know, a lot of teams need quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. Would you rather be in the position of being Josh Allen and being picked up by the Cleveland Browns being a number one overall pick or going to the New York Giants and being a number two overall pick if the Giants pick a quarterback? You know what? And I'm glad you brought up Josh Allen. Okay. Because I like Josh Allen. Okay. I, like- I, I what you know, I have some questions about him because he's in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. And uh so I watched him a lot. Um but you know, I, I do want to get into how I feel about him. Okay. I All do. Right. So Ephraim's gonna get into his feelings about Josh Allen. <laughs> in his feelings with Ephraim Salam. It's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer makes it easier to protect what you love. Just go online, compare quotes, and choose what's right for you. Progressive.com is your home for all things home insurance. Yeah. It's that time of the show where we uh we got to break it down for you. One on the way. Let those emotions flow. <laughs> With Mike Kelly from Salam. Keep on twisting. Those confessions. It's a matter of the heart. Tell it all. Phone call. He sounds sexy. He sounds really good, Ephraim. My confession. Ephraim's feeling a certain way about uh, Wyoming quarterback Josh Allen. He's in his feelings and... Um, we want to allow you from this time right now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. When I think about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And what type of quarterback is needed in that division? A miracle. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You must play in the elements. Yes. Right? Yes. Everyone in that division plays in the elements. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. Right? Mm-hmm. So – I know everyone's high on Sam Donald, yeah. and I'm not trying to take anything away from him. Cali kid. Think about this. If you came out mm-hmm. and you drafted with the first overall pick, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. and at the fourth pick, mm-hmm. you took Josh Allen. Ooh. How much more? Would how much more value would you add to your offense? Oh my gosh! In those four picks, I like that. Right, because if you take Josh at one, uh-huh. he's Saquon's not going to be there. We know that. You think so? But I think if you, t- <laughs> an idiot. I think if we take Saquon Barkley, oh, we're Cleveland now. If we, 
Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm, okay. Whenever I'm to do, talking, I'm talking like the mind of a GM of whatever team we're talking about. Well, you got to sound dumb if you're the Browns. <laughs> Go ahead. But what that allows you to do is you keep two of the top three quarterbacks on the board and still in play. So right, you mean, so you so, take Saquon first. So the Giants take whoever they're not going to take a quarterback. We know that. You mm, what? I, mm, we don't. We don't know that they won't take a quarterback. I, you know, the, the okay. Giants are oh. in a good city. see. Cleveland's going to mess it up. So <laughs> I'm so trying. The Giants might as well already I'm have number trying one pick. to I'm help saying. them right now. <laughs> we know the Browns are going to mess it up. I'm and, trying and, to help them. You see, in the Browns, the Browns, I, I've said this a million times. The Cleveland is where quarterback careers go to die. All right, think. Look, well, it just doesn't if work. Cleveland out. takes Saquon. Yeah, New York takes Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I ain't really Indianapolis. Sam we Darnold. know they're not taking a quarterback. <laughs> no. Well, right. Well, yeah. No, they're not taking a quarterback. Now you're back on the clock at Cleveland. Right. So, Somebody's gonna move up. Okay, I just so, really so, believe somebody's going to move yeah, up. Yeah, but here. one team will move up. So I really believe. Who, who, okay, how many so teams I are going to move up? I believe if if huh if okay so I it's, believe you only if, have if, two picks if, no matter Cleveland, what in if between Cleveland your picks. Saquon Barkley. Yes, I believe like a team like the Broncos. You know, if they don't get if they don't get Kirk Cousins, and see that that, that comes into play as well. I, I understand the whole Kirk Cousins situation when he. But makes who are they going to pick? Are they going to pick think, Josh I, Allen? I think they'll move up and get to some, get yeah, to get Josh Allen or Sam Darnold. Why wouldn't they get Sam Darnold? Yeah, I, I think Josh Allen's going. I think Josh Allen's going to go before Sam Darnold. I'm not completely convinced either, about either, Sam Darnold. Either way, they pick Josh Allen. Guess who's sitting there for you at number four? But you're talking Sam about, Darnold. Okay, but we just talked about the elements. I get it, but right. they're getting ready to pick Sam Darnold first. That's what they're getting ready to do with their draft. Well, like I said, they're going to mess it up. That's, that's so I'm trying to speak something into existence to help them, right? Mm-hmm. Take the surefire running back Saquon. with the number one pick. Okay. You have three top quarterbacks on the board and only two people picking. We know for a fact Indianapolis is not going to pick a quarterback. Someone may move up, but you still have three top quarterbacks, all right? Mm-hmm. Only two of them can come off the board right. before you pick again. Right. That's my thing. But if you take a quarterback first, you will not get, you will not get Saquon Barkley. Do you understand the logic uh, yeah, in that? Yeah, because I understand. Because I, I really believe that if the, if Saquon Barkley's there at number two and the Giants don't move down, I believe the Giants are going to pick Saquon. I, I agree with that. I Their top it. needs are QB, uh, oh. off of the tackle, and a running and back. A running back, yeah. So right? They, they got offensive issues. And, you know, of course, they got to pay my man OBJ his offseason right. as well. They need to do that. Who, the Giants? Who, Cleveland? I was thinking, like, why not Cleveland trade the Giants and go one and because two? Because they have a hundred – they have a hundred picks, but get the top two. You get the QB and the running back you need. Well, you can do that. I'm just it, saying, being I mean, in the top four, you yeah. can do that. You don't have to give up anything. Yeah, and the Browns are just going to mess it up anyway. But you don't have to give up anything. So no they're matter just, what happens, only gonna, two teams can pick between your first and second pick. It's not going to work in Cleveland, right? It's, never it's three top quarterbacks on the board. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. One top running back. One. Take the running back first. Whichever quarterback falls to you, you will have a choice between two. Right. Then you take them. Okay. That's it. Sounds simple. 
And then you got what? I what I believe they have what? Uh three second round uh, two second round draft picks and then three third round. I mean they got so many picks. It won't matter. <laughs> They're terrible. But Michael's like the play by play guy in the back over here. But but <laughs> you understand the logic that I'm 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 talking yeah, about, I right? I feel you, I understand. I I get you. I mean Because now you can address your offensive line in the second round. You can get two offensive linemen or you can get an offensive lineman and a cornerback in the second round. Mm-hmm. High quality players. But what you have done is you solidified the quarterback position and you solidified the running back position. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I don't know what they're going to do with Kaiser, but it didn't work out for them. Yeah. That, that, right? That, that. So... You, now you but have they, spent the, they spent the second round pick on Kaiser. Yes, year, but now you got yeah. options, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can bring him into camp if he gets better and all of that. You have all you want is competition. So the problem with Cleveland is no one wants to go to Cleveland. So you can't generate competition. So you can't get the best guy on the field. Mm-hmm. The reason New England and all of these teams who've had success are good is because. They generate and create competition. That's why when someone gets hurt in New England, the person who steps in for them is just as good. Yeah, That's the point of creating competition across your roster. 90 guys, 95 guys go to, to, to training camp with each team. You want guys who can push and create competition. Russell Wilson and uh, Matt Flynn. Mm-hmm. In Seattle a couple years ago, when they gave Flynn ten million dollars a year. Flynn ten million dollars to come in and, 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 and the be field. the starter. And a third Russell Wilson pick. came out and it was like, oh, well, he's way better than him. Right? Okay. Goodbye, Flynn. And that's always it's good for the team too because if other players see that, they know they have an opportunity. Yeah, that you, especially if, at the quarterback position. Yeah, like if you can come in, you can outplay somebody no mm-hmm. matter what that is. You can play. And that's what I love, even even on the college level. I told everybody. After uh, two, um, I can't even pronounce his last name, for the uh, Alabama quarterback, when he came into the national championship game and threw those three uh, touchdowns, helped them win, and they was like, oh, yeah, yeah, his name. Uh, and and, and Jalen Hurts was, you know, 26-2, and 24-2 or something like, like that as a starter. And it was like, well, hey, his career is over. I'm like, no, that's not Nick Saban. Nick Saban, when camp opens up, when spring training opens up, Nick Saban is going to have an open competition. As long as Jalen Hurts doesn't transfer, which he didn't, it's going to be an open competition. He's going to continue to play what's best for his football team, mm-hmm. and that's the way you are supposed to coach. Uh, you got to get the Hooters and try the new smoke wings, man. It's a whole new way to crave wings, and with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many mm. Hooters. Love me some Hooters. I bet you do. Yes, I do. <laughs> you know Hooters. Yeah, the, the great thing about Hooters, I like my. I would let my daughter work at Hooters. You would? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm good. No, I would. No, I would. There's yeah, I, would. One, I would. No, seriously. I'm Dude, good. Look I'm cool. At, what, what's wrong with Hooters now? There's nothing wrong with Hooters. They're, I'm just saying, like, like it's, the wings are good, the food is good, and they actually dress. They, kids these days, they got stockings on at Hooters. No, nah, I'm good. They got the, the shorts and the pants and the the the, 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 the shirts. Uh, come on, man. Hey, I enjoy Hooters, but I don't want to go to Hooters and see your daughter in there. I know nah, that. No, I'm just saying, when she needs some extra money. I love money your daughter. Dollars. I want to go see my niece at Hooters. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying, you know, just go in there and give her a big tip. 
You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I'm just, but I wouldn't. That'll take Hooters off the list of places I want to go. I wouldn't. I mean, so you go in there, you you go in, you go in, I go in there for the food. You go in there to, to, to socialize. I'm like, man, oh, Ashley, what what are you doing up in here? <laughs> Making money, Uncle no, Ephraim. Uh, no, 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 no. Put this jacket on. Let's go on Making out here now. Making money, Uncle Ephraim. Let's get on up out of here. Let's go put, the, put this sweater on, she damn gonna, it. She going to sign her name on the now. You know how they sign their name right there on the Ashley with no. the E-E. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> put this jacket on, girl. Get in the car. <laughs> We're not doing that, man. Hold on. This is a sponsor, man. We love Hooters. I, I do love Hooters. I don't okay. want your daughter working at Hooters. Oh, okay. Well, I like to go to Hooters. Fortunately, she doesn't have to. Thank you. Her daddy paid. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm learning. If I lose this radio gig, maybe <laughs> she had to go to community college. Hey, look here, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you have big plans. Yeah. Um, it's either Hooters or the pole. Which one you want? Oh, Lord. Don't do it. <laughs> Crazy girls is hiring right now. <laughs> Don't do it. You can put you and your sister through college, girl. Look, use what your mama gave you. <laughs> Come on, man. David Gascon, what you got for us, man? I don't know where I go for that one. Thank you, Dave. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Damn, I don't man. know what's going on. Man. All right, right back to you. <laughs> College basketball today, number 10, Cincinnati, number 11, Wichita State. Brand camp launches a long three. Off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound, yes. yes. His shot hits yes. the back of the backboard. It's no yes. good. And the Cincinnati Bearcats have defeated Wichita State. On its home court. American Athletic Conference champions as they win it 62-61. to Houston just beat UConn coming from behind 81-71. to Number five, Michigan leading number three, Purdue in the Big Ten title game 73-63. to About two minutes to play in that affair. Other programs that are advancing along. Carly Jones and here we go for all the marbles in the Big South. The freshman dribbles right side in front of Cabell with four, with three. He got a late start. The freshman of the year for three in the championship. Amazing. So they're yeah. dancing 55-52 over Liberty was the final score there. In the NBA, Raptors leading the Hornets by five at the end of the first quarter. Pacers leading the Wizards 28-18. Hawks toppled the Suns 113-112. That's all for now, gentlemen. Thank all right, you. all right. Uh, you into the March Madness, man? You, you, I, I do. I love it. I, I love it, man. Is San Diego State going to make it this year? If they win their tournament, they will. I mean, they're on a five-game winning streak right now. Last night, they just beat the number 21-ranked team, Nevada. You got to remember earlier this year. They beat Nevada? Yeah. They oh, beat them. Oh, so earlier, they, get, they might get two, uh, two bids out of that conference. Earlier this year, they beat Gonzaga when Gonzaga was, uh, I believe, in the top 10. Okay. So... You know, they, so they they're putting it together. They had a lot of injuries this year and all of that, but uh, the seniors are, are playing extremely well right now. So the Mountain West Conference uh, tournament is next week, uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Uh-huh. So we'll see what happens, man. If they can put it together, I, I'd like to see that. And if, when they go to the tournament, I go to the tournament. So wherever they're seated and whatever region, I go and watch that game. So That's what's good, man. Uh, the Big Ten uh, wrapping up their tournament early this year. Yeah, I know. They uh, wanted to play at Madison Square Garden, and Michigan actually is about to win. Didn't they? Didn't they oh, yeah, it's about to win. They're, uh, they're about 10 points, 135 to go in the second uh, half there. Of course, Purdue, um, number 18 in, in the nation. Yeah, they were number one. They were hot for yeah, a they second. Were hot. Yeah, and they, they, they went on like a, a two or three game losing streak for a second there, and then uh, yeah, I believe they were. They ran uh, fifteen in a row, and then yeah, they, they, they may have been eighteen in a row. And man, then they uh, cooled off a little bit, and 
Yeah, they lost three in a row, but they were currently on a one, two, three, four, five game winning streak uh, before that came to it. That's going about to come to an end against a really good team as well. They got this uh, guy named uh, Mo Wagner on their team. German guy. <laughs> he balling. The Germans. And uh, Muhammad Ali Abdul Rahman as well. Some good players. You know, I'll be doing that on uh, Fox Plus One. And uh, so uh, Purdue is a very senior laden team. I think Purdue is one of those teams that I'll be looking out for. Purdue and Xavier. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm high on those teams. I love Villanova, but Purdue and Xavier. Uh, Xavier got this kid, Trayvon Blewett, that I just think is a player, man. I mean, he's hit a little bit of a slump uh, midway through the season, but I just think he can take over. He'll be one of those guys that can uh, put a team on his back for a six-game uh, six run. And Purdue, once again, that senior laden team, and they got a, a sophomore uh, Carson Edwards, who is phenomenal, man. He's an uh, all-Big Ten player. and uh, Well, so, I'm pulling for Radford to win it all. Golly gee wow. Golly gee wow. Radford's winning it all. You heard it here first. Radford out of Virginia? Is it Virginia? Golly gee wow? Is that what he said? G. Wilkers, I think he Golly did. Golly gee Wilkers. You heard it Radford. here first. Radford wins the national uh, championship because all the other teams will be suspended because of the FBI investigation. And that's just a waste of damn time. Don't get me started on that. See, I was I was trying because I'm sick. I can't. Yeah, the, the studio's falling apart, man. Y'all, <laughs> what y'all been doing since I've been here, man? I mean, we lost your your inset, man. I know, All the man. money's gone, you left. serious, man. The, 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 the ID logos are falling off the microphone. I didn't touch it. It ain't coming out of my check. Um, but, yeah, the FBI investigation. I mean, it, it, come on, man. Really? Waste of time. You 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 investigating these kids getting paid, which you know these kids are getting paid. A lot of these kids are getting paid when you got other things that you should be spending your time on, wasting your energy, wasting resources. Why don't you um hmm, I don't know, pay attention when somebody calls the FBI, FBI and says, hey, you might have a shooter down in Miami that's about to shoot up a a school full of kids. You know what I mean? Take that seriously. Can we do that? Use those resources for that. Instead of looking into what these kids are doing, if they're getting money or not, with the NCAA as corrupt as they are. Come on, man. I don't hear all that. Get me started with it. Well, that. eventually the corruption has to stop, right? Yeah, well, does it? Will it? No. I would hope so. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Pay the kids. I understand. Pay these I, kids. I understand that. I'm, I'm, a, 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 I'm a big fan of that. I'm a proponent for you know these young men and women. <laughs> Uh, who are generating nine billion dollars a mm-hmm. year for the NCAA to get something oh, in no, return? No. Ephraim, well, they're students. You're, you're getting they're education. Getting you get an education, yeah. really? Okay. Right. So, all right. So, if you want to do that, then give me a give me give me at least make it worth my while. If you want to do it that way, and you say if you come here, we're going to give you a free education. All right. So, if I commit to you, even if I commit to you for one season, I'm gonna get a free education. Even if I leave after one season, give me that free education. Let me come back. Right. Let Period. me come back. So do it that way. Say, I'm going to put you on scholarship. Obviously, you come here. But if you happen to leave after one year because, yeah, you were that good. You took us to the NCAA tournament. You gave us all this money, all this exposure. Yes, we were able to use your likeness, your name on all these national broadcast rights or whatever to promote our game and promote our school or whatever, also drawing more recruits and more uh, uh, boosters and everything like that to build up our school, get money from CBS and all the other organizations, whatever, for the TV rights, whatever, to bring in all that money because you made a run in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, okay, for that, what we're going to do, 
Even though you're going to the NBA and you're about to make millions over there, which you should have been making out of high school if you were good enough to do, we're going to allow you, if you want to come back to this university and finish up your uh, education, we are going to allow you to come back and go to school for free. Not that you need the money, but, hey, it's an opportunity. Let you know, hey, anytime you want to come back to Virginia, anytime you want to come back to Duke, anytime you want to come back to Kentucky, uh, even though you left after a year, come back, and no matter how long it takes you to get your education, get your 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 college degree, you're coming back for free. I like it. Give me that. And that then you can sense. tell. But so when all these people talking about, well, we care about the education and what about the kids and the NBA game sucks without any something. Come on, man. Really? Nobody says anything when, he, when a soccer player begins his soccer career at 11, 12 years old. Nobody says anything when Venus and, and Serena were 14, 15 years old on the tennis circuit and all these other kids are out there on the tennis circuit. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. You didn't care about when Tiger Woods dropped out of school in Stanford. <laughs> to go play professional golf, then right. anybody say, oh, he's too young. He's out there with those old men. He's not mature enough. Anybody care about that bull? Nobody cares. You know when they care? They care when it's college basketball, college football, the two sports that generate the most revenue for the NCAA and those colleges out there. And guess what? The majority of the players are what? Black. All right? And these kids need the help. They come from... Uh, sometimes impoverished homes, sometimes poor homes, whatever. They need the money, and you want to stop them from getting education. You want to stop. You want to stop them from making a living. You want to stop that? Come on, man. I told you don't get me started, but you got me started. <laughs> I told you don't get me started. Come on, my man. bad. All right, that's my take. Talking about hot take, burn fire on that. It's so damn hot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Put this flame on you, boy. That flame. Put this flame on you. Don't mess with me. That flame. I, I, I still got it. I still got it, even though I'm sick. I still got it. Don't mess with me. Just because, you know, hey, I got other interests in mind. Just because I don't do it on this, the Undisputed or whatever the shows, I don't do it. Hey, I still got it. Don't bring that to me, man. Mike Hill, Ethan's Long. What you, what you doing over there, man? I'm just enjoying you and your rant. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just I had to go off for a second, man. Just, Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I'm That's back. what our show is about. I'm back. Hey, man, don't Tell make me. Tell us why you're mad, son. Don't, don't make me throw a bowl of soup on your way. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't, make me, don't make me J.R. Smith you. Can you imagine what, what makes you so mad that you, bowl, you you throw a bowl of chunky soup on your assistant coach, Damon Jones? Chunky soup. It had to be chunky soup. Now, I, da- I don't even no, know. Look, I know I'm Damon. Just, Damon talk a lot of trash. Yeah, I know Damon talks a lot of trash. Damon talk a lot of trash. Yeah, he did it when he was a player. He, he talk a lot he, of he, trash. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, we – you're like, I'm a man, this soup is this hot soup is in my hand. I think you told him those tattoos are whack. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. What David Jones said, man, Rihanna ain't never gonna get with you, dog. <laughs> Rihanna ain't gonna never get with you. No soup for you. No soup for you. <laughs> no soup for you. He threw some soup on David Jones. Got a suspension. Hey, um I, what's the, the rhetoric? Right before the all-star break. Uh, Cleveland made the, cha- the, 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 the changes. And they started winning games. They got your boy Jordan Clarkson. They got your boy Nance Jr. They got Rodney Hood. Everybody was on Cleveland's bandwagon. Not anymore. Cleveland ain't even going to make the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I said it here first. Ooh. The Cleveland Cavaliers will not even make the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, I would say they won't get out of the East. No, they won't even make the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Right. Even with LeBron James, even though they've gone seven straight years to the NBA Finals, 
with LeBron James, Miami, and the Cleveland. LeBron James will not even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Nope, not happening. Take that. Okay. With your bowlers. Take that for Take data. Take that for data. Take Ooh. that for data. <laughs> when we going to talk to Alice Marvez? Next hour? Okay. Let's talk about something else. I can't wait because, you know, Alex going to give us the real deal. All right. We're going to talk about your Lakers coming up next and my Clippers. No, just the Lakers. No, and my Clippers. But what do we want to talk about? We may let y'all talk. Oh, you want to open up the phone lines? Yeah, 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369. You got a gripe. You got something to say. You want to get something off your chest? Tell us why you mad, son. We got 20 seconds. We want you to tell us why you mad. It's coming up next. 877-996-6369. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon, Fox Sports Radio. Nothing for you. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer tool. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. We're back. Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you on Fox Sports Radio. NBA talk. We're talking about the Cavaliers and their swooning ways. Once again, what's LeBron going to do now? Like, yeah, got the team he wanted it. Mm, Nope. Not quite working out for him. Lost again yesterday to Denver at home. LeBron and the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers will be here. They'll be in L.A. on Friday. Coming here to play the Clippers. I'll be at that game. Hmm? I said, and maybe look at real estate. And yeah, maybe look at some real estate. He's coming out here, you know. It's right. Looking at schools. Are, kids are. I think, he's, I think he already enrolled his kids in school here. Yep. Yep. Did he really? Yeah, I think so. We'll see you here in L.A. Little next Bronny. year. Yeah. Lakers or the Clippers? Lakers. They're definitely not going to the Clippers. Why not? Why wouldn't he go to the Clippers? Who? Why would he go to the Clippers is a better question. Okay. Uh, do not be surprised. Name a player do not on the Clippers su- that not, would attract LeBron James. I'm just saying, do not be surprised if LeBron James is an L.A. Clipper next year. <laughs> oh, my God. And do not be surprised. Oh, that would be awful. Do not be surprised if CP3 returns to the Clippers next year. No, nah, that's not happening. Okay. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Man, sell that to somebody else. Get out of here with that. Don't be surprised. I'm just saying. Foolishness. Okay, CP3, LeBron, Clippers. I'm just, I'm, hey, don't Okay, let's surprised. talk about a team that's on the rise. Nobody a give a damn about the Lakers. First of all, we're in L.A. Well, well, no, in LA this is a national show. Out, nobody outside of the L.A. area cares about the L.A. Lakers that right is now. That is not true by it's, any stretch LeVar of the imagination. LeVar Ball doesn't even care about the Lakers anymore now. Rick Ball is chicken. What they doing? Why are you so what, disrespectful? Go ahead. go ahead. What they doing? What? What you want to say? Five in a row. Who they beat? Lonzo Ball. Who they beat? Shooting who, who did, better than 40% from who the three-point line did now. they beat? Give me the teams uh, they beat. Uh, it started with Dallas. Okay. The Kings, uh, bad. Atlanta, oh, three and three terrible teams. Miami, Miami's a good team. Spurs struggling. Spurs, Spurs are struggling now right now. Now they're struggling. Yeah, no, the Spurs are struggling. Spurs are struggling. The Spurs okay. are really the Spurs are in a tailspin right now. Okay, the the, the Spurs are like a, the sixth or seventh best team in the Western Conference right now. That's, that's not. That's, that's not. False. That's not like. Uh, okay, let's look at the standings. I, I do this for a living, Ephraim. 
I guess, man. If, if that's Where are the Spurs? Where are the Spurs? Six. Thank you. Okay. They're, they're, I think they've lost like eight of their last ten games, Ephraim. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's not playing with them right now. No, nah, he's cool. He's moving on. I, I understand that. Kawhi, so, like, like I'm out. the Spurs, beating the Spurs isn't what it used to be. It's not, it doesn't matter. It's not beating Golden all State. We, beating all Houston. we can do is beat the opponents that are presented to us. Well, uh, who are the Clippers? Clippers got wins against the Houston Rockets. As a matter of fact, they're 2-1 against the, the Rockets this year. The Clippers aren't in the playoffs they beat the Warriors. As of right now. So, uh, and I don't want to hear And the Lakers it. are past them. The Lakers. How many games behind the Clippers are the Lakers? Four. Okay. What? There you have it. There you have it. Okay. That's it. Four games. Four, it's just four. <laughs> it's four games. Okay. Right. Such a hater, man. I think you still owe me a steak dinner from your you were top a, 10 in San Diego I, I State. I thought you were a Knicks. I thought you were a Knicks No, fan. I'm a Clippers. They pay me. Damn it. <laughs> Ephraim stealing donuts. Taking donuts from fellow Laker fans. And then eating it in the, the dude's face, man. Like, you were just a bully. First of all, I'm not a bully. Yeah, you I were. stuck up for the kids that were being bullied. You did? Yeah. Good for you, man. Bullying sucks. Then explain what you just did to me. Ooh. Ooh. He feels bullied. I feel bullied by that donut take. Okay, well, tell me how I bullied you. Tell him who you are. Tell him who you are. So, I walked into, I walked, this is Bobo. I walked into the boardroom. Mm-hmm. There's a box of donuts sitting on the table, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Bobo, how long, how long you been here today? I just got here a second ago. Just Did you bring the box with you? No. Oh, okay, cool, cool, Were they cool. saving the donuts so for you, Bobo? I've been here the for- The donut was being saved for me. I've been here for two hours. Oh, you want a cookie? Okay. There, <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> there are three donuts in the box. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Three. The, but uh, I opened the box. Uh-huh. I said, oh, donuts. And I said, I want the I, I said, You I did not say that. You didn't hear me say that? First of all, Uh-oh. I'll tell you exactly what you Uh-oh. said. Raise this voice As I put you. my hand on the donut Ooh. and poured it out. You put your hand on To place my mouth <laughs> around <laughs> it, uh-huh. you said you took the glaze. This is starting you? to go somewhere. You said you took the glaze one, didn't you? What's and I was left? like, yeah. He had it. What's left? It's my eyes already. I'm eating it. already his. He didn't believe oh, me. Okay. He just Thank you. politely ate the donut so he got in front of him. Very you did, deliciously <laughs> so in you front of me. falsely accused him. Thank you. Now, now we talk. Your donut, Bobo. No, I didn't here. falsely. I didn't falsely accuse him. So that was, was it. Was it your donut? The conversation happened, and he had not opened the door yet. That I said I was going to take the glazed donut. You said before he walked in. Did you tell him? I thought he was standing there, and I thought he heard me. You thought, okay. How? How? You lose. I'm in here. You weren't at the time when I said the. I got proof. When why I said did, it, why was I you? in that room? Because I had just, I'm getting set up. So oh. I need to worry about the show okay. more than I need to worry about my sweet tooth. Okay. Hey. And my diet. Hey. So what's what's left in there? What Two more donuts. Two sugar, two donuts. sugar donuts. Two sugar donuts. Get your sugar on. Okay. Trying to watch my. Donuts you know. are bad anyway. I don't eat the carbs anyway. You know, if you can tell that, you know. I'm trying to keep that six pack? I'm trying. Oh, I'm, I'm not six pack yet. I'm, hey, look, I'm not going to knock your hustle. I mean, I'm, you look good, brother. Thank you, brother. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna knock your hustle. I am, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm like playing a, a game of spades. You ever play spades? Before? Yeah. Not in a long, long time. You know, you. But when you bid in spades, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I got a four and a possible. That's what mm-hmm. when it comes to my halves. Yeah, it's you got a four and a possible. I got a, I got a four and a possible. All right, that donut you know gonna make you renege. <laughs> <laughs> I got a four pack and a possible. Maybe that five will come in there somewhere, but no. Just don't go too far, too close to that uh, that waistline. Mike Hill, Ephraim's Lawn, back with you. Fox Sports Radio. Um, Socks of football. Uh, is, you know, everybody's going to be talking about the draft, of course, coming up in April. But 
free agency period. Huge. 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 And, of course, the uh, the big name on the, uh, the market is quarterback. Huge. Pretty good quarterback. He's huge. You like that? You like that? Who's going to like it, though? Kirk Cousins. Word is, Adam Schefter says, the sweepstakes is down to four teams. Dun, 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 dun. The New York Jets. Denver Broncos. Minnesota Vikings. And who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? Um, Come on. Giants? No. Cardinals. That would be Cardinals. A, that would be an there upgrade. You there you go. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you think about that. You think about what Kirk Cousins brings to the table. Mm-hmm. You think how underappreciated he was in Washington. Right. After basically taking the job from RG3, who was the, the guy his rookie season. Everybody was in love with RG3. But to... Um. Uh. 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 uh gosh, can't think. Well, what am I doing? What am I doing? Drawing a blank. Um, coach, that's in uh Shanahan. Shanahan. Shanahan's credit. Shanahan's credit. Drafted two quarterbacks in that draft. First round, fourth round pick. Kirk Cousins, Michigan State. RG three has a great season. Gets hurt. Kirk Cousins comes in, plays lights out. Gets franchised a couple of years. Skins want to date him, never want to marry him, never want to make that full commitment. Like, I want to date you, I want to get engaged with you, so I'm going to give you this right here, like a big ring or whatever, but as far as the ceremony is concerned, long-term commitment, not going to happen. So they finally cut ties with him and let him walk his merry way after they sign somebody else. So now you look at the landscape of the team's that need a Kirk Cousins, the Jets, all these teams, the Broncos. I was a little bit surprised when I saw the Vikings, though. Got to be a little – because, you know, I was on, on – Well, all of their teams, all of their quarterbacks are going to be on the open market. I understand. So, but, you know, what I'm saying it's like, you know, it's, it, you know a little, little bit surprised. But, you know, you you usually if you, you look at – especially a Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. And I like what Case Keenum was able to do because I look at Kirk Cousins and he came out, did his thing. You know, he's been doing it consistently for the last three seasons. Don't get me wrong. So he's deserved the money he's going to get. But at the same time, Case Keenum is somebody that you already know. It's already there. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you, the team feels familiar with. Even a Sam Bradford or, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. I'm pretty sure they, they probably going to let Teddy, you know, walk whenever it's, when it's time, whatever, whatnot, because of the injury or whatnot. But it's familiarity with the Case Keenum. And Denver, I can understand them wanting the Kirk Cousins because they need the quarterback. And New York, they just they can take anything they they can get. So, but <laughs> if you look at the teams that are out there, what do you think or what team would be the best fit for Kirk Cousins? Uh, me personally, I think it would be uh, the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a guy who's running uh, the show there, who is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um. <laughs> His statements at the at the draft set the tone of how he's running the organization. He said, "Look, I don't. I'm not scared of the misses. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not afraid to miss on a player. Right? When you swing for the fences, you miss occasionally. 
mm-hmm. opposed to going into it trying to be cautious and getting the right guy and not making any mistakes. But in terms of what Denver has done in ter- with their offensive weapons, they have they have offensive weapons there. They do need to get a little better at the running back position. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need to solidify the offensive line a little more. Mm-hmm. They're working towards that. Uh, but on the outside, they have dynamic weapons. They still have one of the top defenses in the league. Yes. So for Kirk Cousins, that would be a, a perfect situation because they are really a quarterback away. That's it. That's so it. if you want to get into a situation where you have the a chance that now you can get to the playoffs and, and really make some noise and and really, you know, thumb your, your nose up at those naysayers, especially um the Washington Redskins who mm-hmm. signed or who agreed to terms with the quarterback while you were still under yes. contract. Yes. Ouch. Then Denver Broncos for me will be the best place for Kirk Cousins to go. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it depends on what you want this time in your career. Do you want the the most money? The team's going to offer you the most money, better opportunity, or you want to win? And at this point, oh, you look at it, the NFL Network, interested in Saquon Barkley and Baker Says Mayfield. Brown's interested in Baker running back. Mayfield. Saquon Barkley and QB. Baker. Like you said, oh, they're going to mess it up. God. Come on, man. Let me let me finish this off okay. real quick. God. I mean, go to the Denver Broncos. Like, that defense is ready to win. Yes. Uh, AFC West, I mean, not the best division in football. No, it's wide open. It's wide open. I mean, any, any team can win the AFC West. I mean, because it's just like it's scattered. I mean, the Chiefs won the AFC West with a, with a 9-7 record last year. Mm-hmm. After they faltered, they almost – they basically tried to give the division away. <laughs> right. I mean, the uh, Chargers started the season off 0-4 and almost still <laughs> made the playoffs. That's exactly I right. I mean, that's just how bad the AFC West was. You're Kirk Cousins. You go in there. You play good, solid quarterback. You got some weapons around mm-hmm. you or whatever. Like you said, solidify that run game a little bit more or whatnot. But at the same time, you got that defense and you play, and you got John Elway at the helm. They're made to win. Yes, right now. Today, the Jets and the best, okay, the, wanna... the, the best way for a player to get back at his old team, yeah, it's to win. It's to win. Now you can go to the Jets and yeah, marquee Jets quarterback, whatever. But you're playing in New York, different animal. The mistakes you made in D.C. magnified by 100 in New York, and Kirk Cousins will make some mistakes. He will throw a couple of picks. Mm-hmm. He'll make some ill-advised throws. He does that in New York. You do that, you lose football games, you get burned. Arizona, eh? I don't, it's been a disappointment the last couple of years. Yes. They've fallen off. Uh, they've fallen off. And then once again, you go to Minnesota. Now, same thing as far as is concerned in, in Denver. Minnesota made the win, ready to win. But I, I just don't understand why Minnesota's even. You know, they they got choices. Minnesota's in a good position because they got quarterbacks that are available and they still got their weapons. They still got their defense from last year. That's right. And they still got that hunger. So either Minnesota, Denver, if you're Kirk Cousins, you want to win, go there. Now, let's address this. You you just saw something that popped up here, a report from uh, the NFL Network with the Browns once again. Like I said, they got the first and fourth pick. They're going to mess it up. They always do. It, It just happens. That's why I said the Giants, even though they got the number two pick, 
They might as well add a number one pick because whoever the Browns pick is going to mess it up. He's going to mess it up. So they're talking about, they said Saquon Barkley, which would, like you said, wouldn't be a bad pick. Perfect. Perfect. But then coming back with with the fourth pick. They want to take Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Who's already been on record at the Combine saying that he's the man to change. Change, yeah. Didn't, didn't Johnny Manziel say that too? Yes. Okay, Johnny Manziel said, hey, come he, get me. He's the man to to change uh, the current status of the Cleveland Browns. Of the Cleveland Browns. I like his personality. Don't get me wrong. I like his attitude. I like that. I don't, you know. Yeah. But, you know, and, and here here's where we go, man, when it comes to that whole situation. Like, Baker Mayfield's a player. Don't get me wrong. Baker Mayfield is a player. Yeah, but. When you look at him and you look at his stature and all that stuff and the things that happen off the field or whatever and, and – the same things don't apply sometimes, Ephraim. That's all I'm going to say about that. And then you're talking about Lamar Jackson, you should move to wide receiver. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Really? 1-1 one, one Heisman this year, 1-1 one, one Heisman Would you take ago. Baker Mayfield over uh, Lamar Jackson? I mean, as far as a quarter, uh, uh, NFL prospect. I'm not. I, you know, look, I, not. I like Lamar Jackson. Don't give me. I think he should be a quarterback, but I'm not taking Baker Mayfield with the fourth overall pick. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. Not when it's going to be other quarterbacks on the board. Yeah, when you when you still all like of the other quarter, Josh all Rolls, of the Rose. other quarterbacks will still be there. Well, well, if the Giants don't pick a quarterback, if the Giants don't pick a quarterback, right. and if somebody doesn't move up with the Colts or the Giants in order to get, because I believe that if somebody if the Browns do pick Saquon Barkley, two of the three, will I be do there. believe somebody like a Josh Allen or a uh, 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 um, uh, Josh Josh Allen mm-hmm. will, will get picked up. Before that fourth pick. I don't I, think so. I believe so. I believe so. Mike Hill, Ethan Slam back with you on Fox Sports Radio. More uh, NBA talk when we get back. Talk about, um, yeah, we'll talk about the uh, the Clippers. Talk about the Cavs and their issues coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Back with you on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Mike Hill, Ethan Slam with you. Bobo, still mad about that uh, donut? No, Came through here at a I'm good. hot bowl of soup in his hand. I thought he was about the J.R. Smith, you bruh. <laughs> he hey, came man. through here. Look, he, he, I think he was going to throw it on you, man. Ain't that much uh, throwing in baseball, I could tell you that. Ooh. ooh. And the soup was too, the ramen was too expensive. I ain't going to waste that. I'm just saying about to be throwing money. out worth of ramen. I don't <laughs> understand why people here in L.A. pay so much money for noodles. These the ramen, like my kids come here. And they want to go to these ramen places, man. And like the bowls of ramen, like nines. I'm like, it's noodles, man. We can go get you some top ramen noodles and for 25 cent a pack at Rouse and put that stuff in some hot water, man. And get you like that little chicken little pack, uh, flavor pack. And you got to go and get you a bowl of noodles for eight, nine dollars. Noodles. That don't make no damn sense, man. Just waste the money. It's not a waste. It's that delicious. It ain't. It ain't good. You know, it tastes like anything to be honest with you. Mike Hill, even salon with you. Uh, we're talking NFL Combine, and now we're talking with uh, Alex Marvez, Series XM, NFL Radio and Sport News, NFL Insider, hanging out with us. Uh, you still at the Combine, Alex? 
just flew back. It's Mike Hill. It's he from Salam. And it was an interesting week. We had inspiration with Shaquem Griffin. We had questions about Sam Darnold not throwing. And we have a young man who doesn't want to play wide receiver. And yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk with Shaquem Griffin, man, because he's become the talk of this combine because, first of all, with the, uh, the reps, with the uh, prosthetic arm, uh, 20 of those, and then he ran the fastest linebacker time since 2003 today. Uh, now that he's done that, even with the prosthetic arm or whatever, the uh, the, the, the amputated uh, uh, hand, I should say, uh, what are the prospects? How, how did he improve his draft stocks, and uh, where's the likelihood of him being drafted? Oh, he'll be drafted, I think, third day. I don't think he goes in the second day. You know, one of the things that Tom Telesco, the, the L.A. Chargers general manager, told me was that because he suffered his, you know, amputation at the age of four because of a birth defect, mm-hmm. that this is all natural to him. This isn't like JPP trying to learn how to tackle people with, you know, seven fingers. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? It, it's a different type of situation. So the other thing, too, that I found interesting from Tom was he wouldn't tell me how he saw Shaquem Griffin. So it'll be interesting in history if we look back and say, oh yeah, Shaquem Griffin ran the fastest time for a linebacker, but he didn't play linebacker, hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Okay. He might be a, you know, they can use him all over the place. Safety, he played all three levels at the Reese's Senior Bowl. You know, there are teams that see him as an interesting fit, probably right off the bat, special teams player. Tell you what, the Seattle Seahawks, if they got the twin power together, him and his brother Shaquille. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Goodness. That'd be amazing. If I was Seattle, I'd be trying to figure out a way to make that happen. <coughs> I could tell you that. Well, he, you know, the other thing, too, he told me he could play Mike. So he could go sideline to sideline. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, and you're looking for some help there because of the Ryan Shazier situation, you know, there's a uh, linebacker from uh, from Boise State that might fit for them, but they have to find someone who can go sideline to sideline and has speed, doesn't have to be the biggest guy, but also needs to be able to be big enough to rush the passer. They need another Ryan Shazier. I'm not saying that Shaquem Griffin can fill that role, Ephraim, but I'm saying that he would definitely help that linebacking core. But again, you know, look, we, we have to be realistic here, too, and, and Steve Kimes said that, and I have a story up at SportingNews.com about this. You know, you, you there's only certain things you can expect. He cannot wrap, you know, the players. It's difficult for him. He'll hit him with the shoulder. He'll try to use his right arm to make sure he holds on. But obviously there's leverage issues. We don't know until he goes against NFL-sized blockers if he's going to be able to maintain the same success from college. But when it comes to heart, determination, I don't want to sound cliche, but this kid has it all, and he's a great guy off the field too. You're right. And, you know, as, as far as just playing football, football is football. Okay, it's not rocket science. Some guys can make the leap and adjustment to be impact players from the beginning. Some guys take a little time. But when you have the type of heart and the desire that a young man has with his talent, his intangibles, it's almost, you know, a guaranteed lock. Ephraim, think about this. If that guy's in your locker room and you're sore and you don't you want you don't want to go out to practice and you see this guy lacing up next to you, you go, right? Absolutely. I mean, he's that, type, he's that type of inspiration. He's a guy that, you know, makes you, you know, obviously you play football for money, but the reality is that he also brings a lot of joy to the game because this guy's overcome so much. He, he's just a tremendous guy and is going to make any NFL team that gets him better in one way or the other. But again, I just want to make sure that we understand that I don't know if he can become a true impact linebacker in this league. Can he become a good player? And, it, and that's an amazing story unto itself. But, you know, I don't want to deem him the next Sean Lee, for example. Okay, but look, let me ask you this. If he had both hands, would you be saying the same thing? If he had both hands, we wouldn't even be having the story, this topic of conversation. Right, right. right. Like, so like what he, what, what type of player would he be projected to be? That's what I'm trying to get at. If he had both oh, hands. Oh, gosh. 
Oh, no, it would be so much different. The whole question is tackling Ephraim. That's the whole thing. They don't. They just don't know if he's able to wrap or if he's able, you know, he leads in with a shoulder, and, and he makes contact with the ball carrier. And, again, it's just a little bit different when you're playing at UCF, the national champion UCF night, by the way. Right. Oh, wow, yeah. But when you're, but when you're playing there compared to the NFL, it's just a little bit different. You know, if the guy gets steamrolled and, and he can't pull someone down, well, you know, that has to be a concern for teams. It's just something they have to ask themselves in the scouting process. But, you know, doing 20 reps the way that he did will tell you he's awfully strong as well. And that was a big thing for him. He uses the uh, prosthetic uh, when he does uh, push-ups and, no, I'm sorry, pull-ups and bench and tries to compensate because he can't do certain exercises to increase his muscle mass. So he does a lot of bench, a lot of pull-ups to try to just, you know, get certain muscles going to, to you know, so he's able to play football and get the most out of it. Talking to NFL insider Alex Marvez right here on Fox Sports Radio, talking about the NFL Combine, which he just left. Uh, you brought up Sam Darnold. He chose not to um, throw at his um, uh, at the NFL Combine while the other quarterbacks, the uh, top three quarterbacks, top two quarterbacks, the other quarterbacks, uh, and Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield did. How is that going to affect Darnold? I know he's going to throw at his pro day, but how will that affect him when it comes to being evaluated the GMs? And what was the word about uh, him not participating in that, in that you uh, know, event? What, what you wanted to see was being able to just do just a bird's-eye view of, okay, you can watch these guys in sequence and see the different ways they throw the football. And you can watch it on tape and get it, but it's a lot easier for the eye, even the trained eye, to be able to say, okay, here's here's Josh Allen throwing, here's uh, Rosen throwing, and here's Darnold throwing. And it said Darnold not throwing drew a lot of attention to others, and I think Josh Allen really helped himself this week. 70-yard pass, uh, you know, 255-yard uh, you know, bombs that he dropped on a dime. The whole thing is, though, on the other stuff, can he be accurate? I mean, he's a 56% passer during his time at Wyoming, and can you fix that? I mean, or do mm. you have, you know, the next Ben Roethlisberger or the next Jake Locker? And, and that's what, the, you know, all NFL teams have to decide about him. I thought Josh Rosen looked good, in, you know, in his pass drills. Not going to read too much into it. You're throwing against air, but, you know, nice poise. Obviously comes with an injury history, comes with some questions about whether he continues to think he's the smartest guy in the room and, you know, dealing with adults and coaching and things like that. But, but bottom line, I think all of these quarterbacks are off the board in the top five, top six, because they're just such a need, and that's the way the draft falls. Let me ask you this. We've been talking uh, a little bit today about uh, uh, Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns in their first and fourth pick. So I made a statement that if I were them, I'd take Saquon Barkley first, right? And mm-hmm. I would I would take uh, Josh Allen with the fourth pick. That would That's my personal preference. What do you think about that? Well, the, the whole thing, though, is once you let go of the number one overall pick, unless you have number two, you don't control your destiny. So right. To speak. That's the whole thing. So if someone else jumps up and gets Josh Allen, like, listen, there were teams legitimately surprised that Mitchell Trubisky went off the board last year at number two. You know, the Chicago Bears did such a great job with their, you know, with their, um, you know, their camouflaging and things like that, that when they made that move with the 49ers, some teams were left scrambling a little bit on their draft board. So, you know, bird in hand is my thing. Now, can the Browns move up to number two? Can they reach out to the Giants before the draft and just secure both picks? They have three second-round picks. Right. I mean, so you think about that, and are the Indianapolis Colts really going to pass on a pass rusher to take Saquon Barkley? You know, that's where Chris Ballard has to play a good game of poker and things like that, the Colts GM. But, you know, they need a pass rusher. And while everyone wants to talk about Marcus Davenport, he did play at UTSA. There's no track record of history of success against, you know, big-time programs, whereas Bradley Chubb really seems to fit the part of a 4-3 pass 
pass rush end that they haven't had since the heyday of Mathis and Freeney. So, you know, that's why I just think that they're locked into that, but you can never discount teams, especially those that are the losers in the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes. If the Jets don't get Cousins and they're sitting there at six, they have to get the quarterback that they want. I, you know what I mean? To save face because they're going to look terrible right. if they're not able to pull the trigger on Kirk and they have no plan B from what I understand. So is, in your opinion, is Josh Allen rated higher than Sam Donald or uh, Josh Rosen? I just think that Josh Allen, just let me just, I try to put pieces together on things, right? And you're talking about strong arm quarterback. He looks like Big Ben, right? And, you know, he's got a little bit more mobility, but, you know, you know, he's drawn positive comparisons to Carson Wentz as well. You're the Browns. You need a strong arm quarterback, yes, right? You do. That's going to play into December, into January. He threw the football 66 miles an hour at the head to see, reach the senior bowl. This is documented. The chip in the football clocked him at 60. I mean, that is so upper end. Now, of course, receivers have to be able to catch that ball and have to arrive there accurately. <laughs> right. I mean, those are big things, right? But but the natural ability is there. Look, he's raw. I mean, that's just reality what you have in Josh Allen. I don't think he's ready to win right, win right away. But, you know, if you're the Browns, you got to start somewhere. And if you also have to look at this three, four years out. You want to be able to build a team around this guy. And with the cap money that they have, playing having a quarterback on a rookie contract, there's something to be said for that. And that's why I say if uh, the Browns do pick Saquon Barkley, number one, that's when the Giants should make that move and go ahead and get him. And he can right. sit behind that's, Eli for a couple of years. That would be great. And, and that's where the and that's where the Browns sweated. And that's why I don't think you can take a luxury pick. I, I just don't. I think you have to get the quarterback that you want. It's just too important a position. And I love me some Saquon Barkley, but I just think it's the most important thing to get that quarterback, especially when you're the Browns. Yeah, but there there is no talks about them getting Josh Allen with the first pick, is it? Because oh yeah, I, I, no, that that that's up there. Yeah, I mean, Darn, you know, Darnold, and not Rosen so much, but Josh Allen is that wild card guy. I mean, again, he's going to fool some scouts. I don't know if he can throw accurately. I just know from what I understand, what I hear, what I know, Josh Allen is very much in the mix for the number one overall pick. Okay. Great stuff as always, man. Thanks, thanks, Alex. Appreciate Gentlemen. that, man. Be right. good. Thank Alex you. Marvez, Sirius XM, NFL Radio, Sport News, NFL Insider, hanging out with us. Just. Back from the combine. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. This is uh this is making for a, a, a pretty sweet um April, you know, with all of the, the the quarterback talk and the things that are happening. Uh I'm be interested, especially with free agency coming in a week or so. Uh-huh. I'm I'm interested to see uh how this thing plays out for these young quarterbacks and, and then these guys uh who are preparing themselves for the draft. This is gonna be a a, a pretty good year. I think they have a good quarterback class, and we're going to see maybe this resonating next year during the NFL season about can we have one of these breakout stars like we've had the last couple of years at quarterback. Always an exciting time of the year, and that's why the NFL is so special and so relevant year-round because they do a good job of spreading things out uh, to make you and continue to keep you interested in their product. I mean, it doesn't stop just with the Super Bowls. Super Bowl was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. It was about, what, three, four weeks, three weeks ago. Yeah. Three, four weeks ago. And the, the excitement already, is back. The excitement is already here. You're talking about that. The rookie mini camps and free agent period starts. And then next thing you know, it's training camp. And next thing you know, you start it all over again. So they do a good job of uh, keeping you interested year round uh, in the NBA, like David Gascon does. I try. Or he, he does? He, okay. At times. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. College basketball. 
Uh, it'll be a little interesting. Yeah, Michigan and Purdue, Big Ten title game. Purdue's going to surrender. Michigan is the third team in Big Ten history to win back-to-back -back Big Ten tournament championships. They beat Purdue 75-66. Let the confetti rain in New York. Uh, so they're getting it done. Number 25, Houston beat UConn today, 81-71. And number 10, Cincinnati is the American Athletic Conference champ after dumping Wichita State 62-61. Gentlemen, an extended version of what Radford did today. Carly Jones, and here we go for all the marbles in the Big South. The freshman dribbles right side in front of Cabell with four, with three. He got a late start. The freshman of the year for three in the championship. It's good. Carly Jones sends Radford dancing into the NCAA tournament as he drains the 23-footer as the buzzer sounds as the Radford Highlanders will go back to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2009. The Highlanders are champions of the Big South. <laughs> so they get it done. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. Loyola's also going to the dance for the first time in 33 years. They beat Illinois State 65-49. to All right, David Gascon. Thanks, Dave. Good stuff, man. I, you know, you and you and Ephraim used to go back and forth. What? Oh, we good with family, man. Y'all good now. Always. We're family. Always. Oh, yeah, family, y baby. Y'all good now. Huh? Wakanda forever. Wakanda. <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen uh, Black Panther yet, David? I have, and I like it. Oh, you, I was you, uh, better. Have you heard anybody say they didn't like Black Panther? Uh, I've had some people I've seen that what? didn't care for it too much. Really? Um, well, one of your one of your boys, one of the guys that you've gone back and forth with. I know Clay Travis wasn't a, a big uh, well, a little, little too black for him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, Clay. Uh, maybe a little bit too black. You gotta for him. expect that with Clay. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. a little bit. Okay. I was, yeah. I, was, I was a big fan of Logan, so that's why like comparing the two, I know it's a little bit of a challenge. Well, just, well yeah, yeah. You don't expect Clayton. Like the name alone would make Clayton. He probably something. likes it. He just wants to be different and in, in yes, argumentative. Exactly. <laughs> if there's a Black Panther, why isn't there a White Panther? Why isn't he just called Panther? Why, why does he, he have to called, be Black Panther? Why does he have to just? You know, <laughs> Out of here with that, man! <laughs> Foolishness. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Well, I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. I'm gonna <laughs> see it a third time. I'm going. I, I don't. I, I usually don't expose my my son, six years old, to you know violence or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But this, he had to see this movie. It is incredible. You it know? is, an, and it's worth the hype. And he sleeps every night in his uh, Black Panther pajamas. Why so does it have to be Black Panther? He's looking to. He's looking forward to going to Wakanda. Why not Captain America? So. Why can't you, know. you be part of America, Ephraim? <laughs> Why do you have to go all the way to Africa? I'm going to Wakanda, baby, because uh -huh. that's where we all to are a, from. To a fictional country, Wakanda. Hey, there is a black Captain America. We kind of. <laughs> we kind of. <laughs> are you serious? There, there's, there's a black Captain America. Uh-huh. There is one. His name Captain Leroy. <laughs> Stop, man. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, see? Captain Leroy Ruckus. <laughs> I, I'm not going I'm not doing that with you, man. Oh, please, man. Stop it. Look, I, for those who haven't, for the six people who haven't seen Black Panther yet, go check it out. It's, uh, it's, a, good, it's a good movie. It is. You know, incredible. it's a good movie. It really is. In uh, terms of, of movie, hey, man, look, look what's, what's going on. Oscars, baby. What's happening here in L I'm so Man, I was down in Hollywood yesterday and, and almost ran into that. I was on the, Hollywood Boulevard. The blocked off street. Blocked off street. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't. That's why all this traffic is here. Yep. 
streets all blocked off, man. I'm going, you know what? Ephraim, let's do this. Cause I I I told you I'm making a little bit of a transition. Mm-hmm. I went and um I went and auditioned for something that was totally out of my box, out of my element. One of the reasons I got into broadcasting is because I wanted to be an actor. Okay. And there was always a draw to bring me out here to LA. And since I've been in LA. Well, you be acting a fool, so I know. I might as well go ahead and do it. So I uh I actually auditioned for a big time uh commercial agent last week. I like it. And I got a call back. They, they want to represent me. So you going to be the hemorrhoid guy? Yeah, I, I, I will be the hemorrhoid. Tux. Preparation H. Tux. Tux whatever. Medicated. Whatever it takes. I'm Mike Hill. I'm talking and about- if you're like me, sometimes <laughs> after spicy chili, it just doesn't sit right with me. So if it's not sitting right with you, remember, your friend can help you. Tux. Medicated. So that you can sit. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll do it. I don't care if it's herpesing. I don't care. Oh, what, what, Lord. Whatever, whatever. One out of I, every three Americans I, is affected I, by whatever. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll put a cold sore on my lip. You gonna? How much you gonna pay me? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, whatever it takes. Depends. Adult diapers. Depends. Just because you're a grown up, dude. I will do a Viagra commercial. I don't we care. Don't got you. <laughs> Would you do a Viagra commercial? Who me? Yeah. I got kids, man. Well, it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you no. They need can't have they, kids. they need stuff. Okay, so yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, I man, I would. Man. It's acting. It is. It's acting. Well, for some people, it's acting. Maybe. I'm just saying, man. Maybe it's a confession. I'm all good. I'm they saying. want you to try the product first, though. I put hey, uh, oh, hey. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married. I did this for free. Me and wifey go off for a weekend together. Mm-hmm. It's all good, baby. Yes, baby. Yes. Hey man, hey, you know what's what's up right now? Um, the Houston Rockets. Oh yeah, they, all the way up, man. Houston Rockets on five. They killing in a row. They killing right now, man. They beat Boston the other day and, and making things happen. James Harden and Chris Popperly, they're I, I think they're thirty five and three this season when both of them play. Thirty five and three. They've lost three games total this season. When both James Harden and CP3 are in the lineup, yeah, they got the they got a real thing clicking over there, man. And what's crazy about it is, remember all that movement in the offseason mm-hmm. when Paul George went to Oklahoma City, Carmelo went to Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, and and Jimmy Butler went to Minnesota. Everybody was talking about, man, how is that going to work in Houston? They they had the most concerns about what might happen in Houston than any of the other teams. You're right. That had any kind of. All season, because, big time. Because both of the players were ball-dominant guards. Exactly. It is working. And it is definitely working. And and you know what? And they got other players. Clint Capella can play. He's a player. Yeah, he he's can. Not, not going to get the notoriety. Eric Gordon, coming off the bench, can play. You know, Trevor Ariza, lockdown defender. You always need that glue guy. Can play. So, before we give anything to Golden State this year, man, the Houston Rockets – you know, of course, Chris Paul's got to get and, – and somebody else brought up this point. Chris Paul, James Harden in the playoffs. Chris Paul plays well in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. James Harden does not. But he has not been able to get past the second round in his career, CP3. James Harden, don't know what happens. Don't know what happens. But I remember when he was in Oklahoma City coming off the bench. They played the – what was it, the Miami Heat then? LeBron, and those guys, James Harden, six man, best six man in, in in basketball, terrible. 
NBA Finals. Yep. And then in the finals, like not in the finals, but in the uh, in the playoffs last year, just disappearing sometimes. But you know what? He was tired watching them last year in the playoffs. He was tired, right? Okay, because everybody's tired. LeBron's he, but, tired. But I'm saying, but when he's off the court, they didn't have anything last year, right? So he now they have the ability to sit him down, and Chris Paul can stabilize that offense, right? That's, That's huge. Mm-hmm. So now. He can take off the first three, four minutes of the fourth quarter and come back into the game fresh and ready to go. That's going to make a huge difference. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's going to make a huge difference for them uh, pushing forward in playoff series. The fact that he can get a break and then come back and have his legs underneath him, that, that's, that's, that's nuts. You, you know who else I don't trust for the Houston Rockets? Mm. Mike Antoni. Oh. I, you see, I didn't say Dan Tony because yeah. he has no D in his name. There's no D. Mike. They've Antony. been playing better defense this year. Yeah, I will say that, though. Clint, Even James Harden almost tries sometimes. Clint Capella. <laughs> he tries. See, CP3's going to play defense. Right. Clint Capella plays good defense. Trev, James Trevor Harden Russell, they got good almost defense. tries yeah, he, sometimes. He, he tries every now and then. Yes. He does. He does. I'm going to tell you, man, letting you know, makes L.A. Clippers, they get into the playoffs this year, man. If, if was the fifth. They gonna get into We'd the playoffs. They drunk. will get into the playoffs. I'm letting you know. Right no, now. they they they're about to play here in, uh, at six o'clock. As a matter of fact, I would pick the Lakers making it over them. How much you want to bet? You owe me a steak dinner already. I, dog, double or nothing. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. That the Lakers do not get into the Clippers. If the Clippers make the playoffs and Lakers don't, double or nothing. Double, I'll let get you get a dessert. Okay. Back to wrap up the show right after this. Back on Fox Sports Radio, Mike Hill, Ephraim Salon with you. One, two, three, and to the four. Mike Hill and Ephraim. At the oh, door. yeah. Did you see, um, what was it? Um, Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Death Row Chronicles. Long Beach. And you know we in trouble. Nothing, Nothing but, but a G, G thing, baby. baby. Crazy. Pays me. Fate. Back to the lecture okay. at hand. Did you did you see it? What? Death Row Chronicles. No, I didn't. It was a show on BET. They had a, like a documentary, like a six part series, just talking about what happened in Death Row. Good. It was pretty good. It's done well. Could have been a huge corporation. Oh my goodness. Suge Knight just. Suge's still in jail. Suge Suge's on trial, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's still in jail. Yeah, he ain't. Because of the way a lot of them rappers were talking about him right now, he they know he ain't getting out. <laughs> they, 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 go, they were going in on Suge, saying how terrible a person he was. When Suge was out, they weren't saying any of that stuff. It's crazy. Hey, man, I had a good time today. It was a great time. Good to have you back. Happy to be back, man. I'll be back next week, too. Then we'll see what happens after that. Start a campaign. Just let you know I'm here for you, brother. Thank you, man. You're, here, you're going to be here for me? I'm here for you. All right. Start a campaign after that. If we get this five-day-a-week joint, we're all in popping. Hey, man, I was, I, I, was, every day. I was listening to the rundown of all the you know the talent that they got on Fox Sports Radio. I'm like, okay, hey, something missing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say nothing. But it just, you know, it's how it is. It's all good. Wakanda forever, baby. <laughs> Wakanda forever. 
Wakanda forever. Shout out to King T'Challa. T'Challa. You see I changed my name on my Twitter profile? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. T'Challa. T'Challa. I might go see that again tonight. Man. Might as well. <clears throat> going on a date or are you going by yourself? Ah, uh, well. Dun, 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 dun. Kind of complicated right now. Even. Oh. You know. Um, Such is life for Mike Hill. Yeah, man. Uh, dating this young lady, man. Um, you know I like her. Yeah. A lot. She actually just, she's an actress. Be she's careful. Actually, actually Be just, careful. Just got picked up for a pilot. To star on a pilot. I'm like, yo, okay. So uh, we'll see. But then I'm also. <laughs> I'm not going to even step into that. Let me shut up. You on your own, player. Am I on? I thought you had my back, man. I got your back. I'm like, hey, I was with Ephraim. No, you wasn't. He wasn't with me. <laughs> with Ephraim. No. Bernice. Nope. Tell him I was with y'all. Nope. Tell nope. her I was with y'all. Nope. We was talking about the NBA earlier. I want to say shout out to the Pelicans, man, because losing Boogie, uh, Boogie Cousins. Boogie. Boogie Cousins. I thought it, you know, like everybody else, it'd be over. But and they, they won, have, what, six and a seven They in are row? very resilient, and they are balling. Shout out to my boy, Dale Demps, man. They're gonna lose on um, uh, Tuesday though. Who they play on Tuesday? Clippers. Oh man, get out of here with that. Put some on it. What you got? What you got? Put some. I got. I, I got it. Put, put some on. Got? I got ten on it. All right, I got ten. I ten thousand. It. <laughs> I got ten. I got ten ones. All right. Ten Clippers knock off the Pelicans on Tuesday. All right. We got that. steak dinner that the Clippers finish in the playoffs and the Lakers do not. Mm-hmm. This season, what if they both make the playoffs? Well, that's not happening, Bobo. No, one of going. One of them going to have to go. Bobo, your 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 uh your playoff hopes are dissolved just like that donut that eat for me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's gone away. Just been swallowed whole. Don't let them come between us, Bo. Oh no, you let a donut come between y'all. <laughs> that's okay. Me and E from Xbox buddies, we good. Xbox. Y'all playing? X- y'all gamers, men. Gamers. No damn Xbox. Get one. We got man. Get addicted? No, bro. I got other things. I got jobs. I got man, work. Please, nobody want to hear I got that. Kids. I got jobs. See y'all again next week. Holla. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. dot com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie. I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over twelve hundred games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. dot com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. 
From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.